Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Take this Head on Soon I'll come around Lost and never found Andrew. Hey. So, I, I kind of want to play this game. If we can all just collectively get together and really just get in our mind space mm-hmm. and uh, just really put our noggins, just knock them together. Okay. Uh, Brain you have Hideo Kojima, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have, like, let's just say you have a $5 million. Well, that's shit now these days like god that that's like the development scene in a goddamn traveler's tales lego game all right let's up the ante oh jesus our economy all right so you have hideo kojima in your possession you possess fuck it you have a billion dollar game budget like okay a, i don't even the sky's the limit pretty much yeah let's just say a billion dollars because like the most expensive game that i can think of Took like what two billion, three billion? God damn! And really? like that's modern point? times, no. I, I, even then, I think that's too high. Fuck, man. I, hold on. Let's I, say five hundred million dollars. Hey Siri, what was the most expensive game that was ever developed? Advent Rising. <laughs> oh, by the way, I gave Siri a, a British accent. Most expensive game that was ever developed. Uh, let's see. You go for that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's I mean, the thing, man. That's the it, 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 it sucks though because, like, not only does she have like a British accent, but she also like you have to pronounce things in like in a very British way, or she won't so get so. it. <laughs> well, you're right on top of that. You say raunch, don't you? I don't. I say raunchy. Ranch dressing, as in? No, ran. I do not say ranch dressing. I don't even fucking like ranch. Like, or they're both the same thing. God damn it. <laughs> you made me fucking think of whether or not they were. Oh, all right. Okay. So oh God. the most Ooh. expensive, one of the most expensive games ever made in a modern context is destiny at 500 mil. So fuck it. Wow. Billion dollars. Okay. All right. Okay. Billion is safe. Billion is extravagant. That's like the fucking. Michael Bay of unnecessary uh, video game production budgets. Okay, so you have a billion dollars. You have Hideo Kojima. Mm -hmm. Okay, now my question to you is that, like, your future, your future as a a video game studio, as a team or publisher or whatever have you, whatever brand you hope to establish in video games, depends on this one fucking game that is being like headed directed and just designed in in so many different capacities and angles by Hideo Kojima. So like if it fails, you fail and you probably will never recover. Okay? My question to you, is everything on the table or are you prepared to say no to Kojima if he comes to you with some fucking quack shit? 
every possible thing I can ever give Hideo Kojima is on the table because regardless of whether I understand it or not, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if I understand what the fuck he's doing. As long as he's doing what he does, it'll sell. You will recoup expenses on whatever crazy shit he's got planned. And especially if he's not tied to a specific line of uh, characters, a universe, he's not tied to any kind of lore. He just wants to go where the fuck ever. Yeah, absolutely. You, you could make a game about Jesus. You could play Jesus if you want to. And it would probably work. I'd buy it. Uh, no, but you would. <laughs> he's got a life socket three. <laughs> Stop it. No. Uh, I was... That's not bad. That's not bad. I like that on the third day. <laughs> I was gonna he... steer it more in an Evangelion direction, but then you guys okay. got like really, or or I don't know if you can fit the words. Sarah's going into his own personal theory of what Death Stranding is, and he thinks he's already confirmed it's Jesus. Yes. Or no, that's God. Norman Reedus is God. And he lost his baby, who is Jesus. <laughs> I mm. you, you laugh, but that could be a thing. That is, I know that's I the guess, last. That's what it is. We are Norman Reedus is God. I thought Morgan Freeman was God. I, you know, and at the, and at the, voice, the end right? of the day, like... if you told me, and that's what the meaning of the tree of life was all about, I, I still could not fucking fathom how Kojima would spin it, but people wouldn't care. They yep, just wouldn't up. give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and, insane and, 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 and Sony knows that. I think Sony just gives him the blank check and says, okay, figure it out. And you know, and we've talked about this before, and we'll probably get more into it in, in the actual show, but uh, he, I don't think we're ever going to see Death Stranding. That's just Kojima getting a bunch of money to let Norman Reedus <laughs> do a bunch of mocap stuff. That's not actually a game. That's not going to be a thing. expensive video game art house film ever? Teaser of the game that'll never exist, yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the Tropic Thunder of video games. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what if it's like, hold on. What if, what if, because remember when, like, Phantom Pain was, like, this weird, well, what the fuck is this, and it just turned out to be Metal Gear 5? Yeah, yeah, with the teaser of, like, the guy, like, in the hospital gown and all that shit. Alright, dude, what if Mm -hmm. this is actually, like, a major swerve, and it's a blizzard joint, and it turns out to be Star Fox, or StarCraft Ghost? Or, or... Shit, I can't think. Uh, it... Are you thinking it's other other obscure games that have been canceled? Yeah, I, I, but that okay. aren't Half Life Three. This is <laughs> sure. At this point, at this point, like only Kojima can make Half Life Three now. At this point, yeah, I don't know, man. Just like, goddamn, I I'm still trying to get over the fact that like the last Guardian is a thing. Like it's got a date. Yeah. Like people, it's a real thing. It. It's a real mm-hmm. thing. Like. And and Yuda was has been able to like, I don't know, man. He's been able to fucking ride that goddamn train, uh, like for a non like Shenmue like style train, mm-hmm. uh, or not even having like near enough of the clout. And 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 that's no diss on him of Suzuki and whatever fucking goodwill that he fostered through his Sega uh, contributions. Like, yeah, that that's a fucking. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, this uh, week's Press Pause Radio, we're going to talk about E3. And uh, just so you know, that's going to include Black Oil Babies, um, (laughs) the highest quality pixels just ever that you've ever seen, (laughs) Um, 
teraflops. So yeah, oh man, all our, the teraflops. Our podcast has at least ten teraflops. That's so the highest. The highest you've ever seen. Um and yeah. Oh oh and uh, we do not have a female option for our podcast. So mm. without further ado, let's talk about E3 2016, y'all. Episode start. Oh, man, let's get this fucking cavalcade out of the way. This is, my name is George. Uh, Hi, George. Thank you. Hey. Hi. The internet refers to me affectionately as Georgie Boyzax, and that's only... Hi, Georgie Boyzax. You are so close to the microphone. <laughs> I am. He's making love to this microphone right now in front of you. Ah. Oh, my oh, wow. God, stop. Uh. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, good. You sound like a shitty Let's Play of Five Nights at Freddy's. Just like... That sounds kind of like how we were when we did that PT walkthrough. Yeah, it's just me yelling, yelling the, just me yelling the microphone, going "fuck." I love that you called it a walkthrough. We accomplished nothing. It was a walkthrough. We saw the guy in the in the glory hole, and and we finished the game. That that's the end of the game. The guy's in the glory hole. Hey, what's up, Internet? This is Press Pause Radio, bringing you the latest tips and tricks on. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god damn it! Well, anyway, and, and then my my fucking my cohorts, the the shining stars of P P and R, um, they are the P's that uh definitely uh hold up my my fucking trashy R, my garbage bullshit. Uh, we have Andrew, who yes. most uh, famous internet influencer. Right, who gravely misunderstands like what the real meaning of a walkthrough is. I, I used to read tips and tricks. I know exactly what walkthroughs are like, and that was a walkthrough. <laughs> we people don't know how to play PT. That's how you play PT right. So so everyone should watch that video. Yeah. Uh we still have other we've got tons of videos actually coming out that we gotta publish and all walkthroughs. Video walkthroughs. <laughs> That's a new thing. You got you guys on board for this next wave? The hottest Dude, thing that hit Twitch already, and YouTube walkthroughs. God, we're Let's already go. cashing in on the list trends, and and I think that's enough. That's that's as far as this fucking bus stop is uh willing to, or this bus is willing to go. That's that's the last stop, anyway. Or who knows? A, sh- I don't know. a I short bus stop. God damn it! And there you go. There you go with the low hanging fruit. That's mm-hmm. there. This comes right and swoops up. He's yes. A, he's I'm a like a. I'm like a crow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess. Hey, you know, crows are very intelligent, though. They are. I would never want to cross one. In fact, I want to get on their good side because, okay, here's the here's the deal about crows, right? They're pretty social. So, like, crows that have never even met you, if you've, like, slighted a crow, that crow will tell another crow, and that crow will tell yet another crow. And that other crow that's never met you will still fucking hate you. Well, this is a real thing. So, like, I want to get on their good side so that I can have, like, an army of crows. That would be sick. 
I want to be a man of the crows. A man, a man for the crows. Yes. Mm. By the crows. Well, they, they can be my cronies. Ah, yes. Do you know? Do you know what a group of crows is called? A murder. A murder. It's fantastic. That badass? That's the most yes. badass thing I've ever heard. You in my know what's life. even okay? So you know what's even weirder is that like huh. if you own a pet crow, uh, and like you domesticate one, they'll actually give you their own personal crow name. They'll make a distinct sound that is basically uh, used to like identify you or get your attention. They're okay, amazing. I need a crow. Yeah, I want a white crow. A shiro crow. Yes. Also, if you domesticate a crow and you teach it tricks, anything, uh, it can. it's one of the few creatures that understands the concept of counting and can count up to six. Wait, so, what now? A crow can count to six? A oh, crow yeah. can count to six. Damn. Crows can also use lids from paint buckets to uh, use them as sleds for nothing <laughs> more than to have fun. Also, uh, for another weird crow fact, and I remember this because I have a friend who loves crows, so I don't know why we spun, in, uh, spun into crow facts, but uh, female crows will mate for life. That they like Once they choose a mate, like that is it. That is their partner. However, They're like the male crows will not mate for life. A male crow is, does not have any, will, like, is just all about the infidelity. Does not give a fuck. If it can fuck it, it will fuck it. it there's no loyalty. So. Going after those crows, right? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. How about them crows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think. So, crow have facts. We, man, have we, yeah. Have we hit our crow quota? I don't uh, know, man. Our quota. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it too. He took <laughs> it. Oh, you sat him and up I for that. And I fucking beat you to that. I needed to get. <laughs> I needed to get that out of that, my system. All right. I know. I know. But you, you gotta. You gotta admit, you were raving about all these crow jokes. Yeah. <laughs> show canceled. Uh, I know. Birds of a feather. God damn it, Sarah. Show's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Fine. 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 I'll shut my beak. I'll shut my beak. I quit. <laughs> I'm not all doing right, this anymore. So... Okay. I can't believe we really. I didn't think I the, the crow facts would really go on that long. Um, but what are hey, we talking about again? Uh, we were E3, talking about E3, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jesus, crow facts. Um, so this year, it, it was kind of a weird year. I mean, not a whole lot news-wise either, uh, video game-wise. I mm-hmm. mean, and we won't get into. I mean, we we've already. We, we've said our piece, if you haven't already heard it, and I mean, I'm sure at some point we'll probably elaborate it, and if any of you guys happen to actually follow any of us on social media, pretty sure you've heard anything we've had to say about it, especially me. I've been very vocal about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say you were pretty active uh, throughout E3. I, I definitely reserved a lot of my comments because, uh, to be kind of honest with you, like, although I thought it was a pretty good showing... I didn't have that holy shit moment. I really didn't, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I think we have to, I think we've had this expectation now of like these blockbuster announcements and like out of nowhere. Well, kind of big reveals. Knew, I, I knew that E3 was pretty big last year, but like, yeah. I, I, and that's what I think. Like there was a lot of moments where I was like, holy shit, that's actually happening. Like it's kind of hard to have an announcement that won't be overshadowed by the seven announcement and the Shemu announcement. Like those two things are like, 
that that was like the pillars of no like, elaboration on either by the way this year which None. makes sense i think though too because we know those projects are ways out um yeah I, well, it was just it, it, it was an okay e3 it like Everyone knew that attendance was down and that the, a lot of people had been pulling out of E3 altogether. So that was kind of to be expected that you wouldn't get as many like huge AAA announcements. But it wasn't a bad show. It was just, okay, there's some new games. Cool. Like, this is this is good. But nothing to be like, holy shit, like falling out of your chair with excitement. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you couldn't top what last year had in a lot of ways. You know... I think, if anything, and we can uh, kind of tackle this all in order, or if we can just yeah. talk about... Uh, I mean, because the press conferences really that are of note, and you know what? I'm really uh, happy to see that there's one trend that's dying out, and that's fucking grading press conferences, or just yeah. the, the whole, yeah. like, who Absolutely. won? Who won E3? You know what, man? At this point, fucking, we all did. Like, I am so mm-hmm. sick of that like it's us versus them mentality i think everybody else is at this point and they're just because like I, it's just i don't think e3 is like the taste maker that it used to be like you can't really say i want e3 because i hate to say this let's look at the games that were rated like the best of e3 and let's see how they performed in the last couple of years uh watchdogs yeah. was like just critically acclaimed as like this is the game of e3 holy shit this game is amazing and then it came out and we kind of know what happened there evolve so many people were just fucking all over Evolve last E3. Where is Evolve now? Uh, it is It is uh, two clicks away from being uh, Battleborn before Battleborn was Battleborn. Yep. Just waiting to be a plus game of the month or a free Xbox Live games with gold. It's just... E3 doesn't dictate the excitement of games as much as it did. I'm glad that it's still around. I think it still serves a purpose. I think that's good that games still get announced there. But with the... I mean, we all know this with Twitch, with streaming, with, you know, people holding their own events, Nintendo directs like that's that that content, that information get to the public that it needs to get to immediately. All it is is a click away. You yeah. don't have to have a big trade show like E3 to get that info out. I mean, I'm glad it's still around. I know it's there for the vendors, but it, it's not as big of a deal as it used to be. But it that's fine. isn't. And you know what's funny is it's funny that you mentioned that like proprietary uh, keynotes or conferences. Because Nintendo has especially been much more avid in doing that. And Sony has, too, with the PlayStation experience. And it's only a matter of time before Microsoft decides, hey, we should do that ourselves. I mean, granted, like, it's not just, like, main... Like, hardware proprietors aren't, like, the main... Well, they are the main focus, but they're not the entire focus. Uh, I mean, between other publishers who also get the opportunity to take the stage. But I feel like at this point... Uh, E3, like we were talking about last year's, uh, there was definitely a, uh, we were able to notice the bloat. There's just so much going on. I mean, even to the point where like, I, I mean, and, and PAX is getting like that too. That's why we always compare PAX to E3 to where like the show can't even be contained on the grounds or premises of, of the actual convention that it's just, it almost encapsulates a, a, a certain fucking, uh, like square footage of property uh, mm-hmm. like that extends uh, like within the radius of the convention location uh, and, and I, I, there's just so much going on that like shit gets lost in the shuffle I, I you know 
it's strange to me on a on a on a metric that was able to be measured. I was actually discussing this with Sarah earlier that uh, out of all the E3 games shown, that only three percent of them featured female protagonists. And like, it wasn't even the fact that like the, I I doubt the math just you know to be snarky or anything of that nature. I doubt the math because I feel like there. I want to say there's more, but when you look at the breadth of fucking like just the absolute astonishing number of games that like people didn't even talk about like it's it it, it it fucking boggles my mind that there are games that especially like on this show uh, but not just us just like any any sort of source of news or opinion or discussion uh concerning e3 that will we'll completely overlook certain games that are there and like of course it's always like the garbage shit that like doesn't merit discussion but it's even other mm-hmm. stuff like I didn't even know there was a new Paper Mario game fucking coming out. I thought I Nintendo really just, yeah, there's a new so, Paper Mario game. So what was the actual percentage they said of female protagonists shown at E3? Less uh, than out of 3%? All the game, it, was, it was about 3%, give or I take. disagree with that wholeheartedly. But here's my reason. Because I'm going to give you a really shitty reason. Uh, um, because Naughty America was there with their VR demonstration. Would you consider females in the VR presentation from Naughty America as protagonists? Because I bet there's a lot of them. That's a big stretch. (laughs) You are fucking, you are are reaching for it. It's at E3. It's at E3. It's on the show floor. It's VR, which VR can be used. I forgot that Naughty America was there doing that. You know, that's so weird. Because, like, I think they were the best of E3 for uncomfortable (laughs) things that you can demo to people. You know what though, but and all like, the female protagonists, Jeff Grubb and the and the fucking Games Beat crowd, like they when we were like talking back at uh, GDC, like during the IGF Pavilion, mm. they kind of already like ruined virtual reality porn, and I, you know, and and there were so many opportunities for VR porn at GDC, um, and I was already fucking sick to my stomach with some of the other like VR, and, as we've already covered, uh, you know, at nauseum. I couldn't imagine, like, I didn't, there's one thing I don't want to taint or otherwise, like, introduce, like, like, I, I don't want to mess with my, like, J.O. routine. It's been working mm-hmm. for me since I'm, like, 11, and, like, any, any sort of, like, any sort of small additions that have gradually introduced, especially now that I'm entering, like, my fucking twilight years of 30, like... I, I kind of want to leave like my my jail ritual alone in in VR. I don't even like POV porn, you know. I don't. I call me a traditionalist, but there are times where I'm just like, I kind of want it anyway. And again, we're just steering the conversation in direction. I mean, you, be, you <laughs> just want to you just want to see the balls. I get it, man. Yeah, hey. it's cool. Hey, well, man. Hey, you know, she's their own though, right? Yeah. Mm. I mean it. If it, Sayer, I just needed what's your porn preference? Go. Oh my god, do I really have to do this? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I kind of want you to now with that response. Absolutely, <laughs> I do. I mean, since you could not uh, be on the spot. Uh, secret I... porn. <laughs> Ooh, secrets. Okay. No, like no one gives. No. <sighs> Wait, I'm not going you, into this. You watch like ARG porn, like where there's a no. hunt involved. Oh, like at the treasure <laughs> map that you have to find. I like this. Is it like geocaching? <laughs> Geocache for for the for the finale. 
Where have they oh. stuffed it? Like you geocache for like the fucking uh, the, there. Then you find the orgy at the end, and guess what? You yeah. win. Sign a bunch of forms. <laughs> I like uh, this. Awful. Yeah, I work for it. You know, I nope. Actually, okay. I'm gonna steer this back where it needs okay, to. Okay, yeah, that's, so, that's uh, uh, We're gonna all right for the sake of argument, Andrew. I'm gonna discount your fucking. I mean, what? I disagree with that, but okay. <laughs> I, no, you probably should. I feel like I'm gonna probably get some hate on this. That's fine. I no, because I mean no. to be fair, I hey, dude, I don't discriminate against sex work. And again, I've gone on at personal lengths. There is a huge difference between sexual objectification and sexual subjectification, which is why you know. And oh god, yeah, you know what? We are gonna save this con- this little nugget. We're gonna do on like an after hours episode. Sure. <laughs> like this, sure. Yeah. And we can learn more about that because I would be interested in that conversation. But for now, we're going to say that <laughs> VR porn does not count for video games. Not yet. But we're getting there. Yeah. God willing, we're getting there. You know, I think we got to draw the line somewhere. I'm okay with that because, like, mm-hmm. we didn't draw the line at Texas Instruments before. And that's when I knew that we, yeah. Making Any- a little eye on a calculator. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You got me. We got each other. Anyway. Um, yeah, and it, but again, that, that number is still just mind-boggling, only, only for the fact that, like, fucking... I guess it's not hard to say 3% of female protagonists for when you only showed seven games at E3. Like, I don't know. But yeah, maybe you're right, that percentage should be a little bit higher. I feel <laughs> like it, it should be, but it's not. I don't know. It's It's still too early to tell. Who knows if, like, the fucking... And at the very end of No Man's Sky, you're a woman. Who knows? Ooh, and like the just, Samus reveal? Yeah, I like that. Like Samus yeah. Reveal. Smart. Yeah, it'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Um But anyway. Yes. Let's let's go ahead. Let's pick a conference and then we'll just go ahead and start from there. Yeah. Because aside good idea. from that, I mean and then maybe just like throw in at the end like stuff that was outside of the conference, the main stuff that we kinda heard about or, or got more information about, maybe. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> And, and this started last year, which uh, mm. I'm not a fan of this trend. And, and again, like I think it's dying down with packs too. Um, but and and I can I understand the reasoning for it to because again, there's so much content and and so much to cover or or uh, basically provide uh, insight on, and and so little time. So you know, keynotes starting on Sunday. The fact that like E3 does not start like the Monday of that week, but the actual like Sunday, like I don't know. To me, that's always been a bit of an overkill. But uh, Bethesda. Uh, was the first to start, which is I always fucking find it weird and forget that uh, they also have their own conference. Um, oh yeah, that's right, QuakeCon. Yeah, well, I, I mean not just like conference, but I mean they actually have like a keynote. They have a presentation. Oh actually. yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's it. That does QuakeCon, isn't it? Yeah. Not really the publisher, more the developer. Um, but that's only the second year they've been doing that, though. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, they like they were given like Sunday. Um, and introduce and like it's it's still weird to me only because I, I feel like like okay 
So yeah, let's go ahead and dissect Bethesda. I, I, I do feel like this year they had more to show than they did last year. Last year it felt like it was their first time having like the press conference. And it felt like they were stretched kind of thin because they like didn't have a lot to show. This year, because last year is excusable. It's their first time, right? I, like, I guess, but like, like last year was like you know obviously Fallout, and I guess they announced Dishonored two last year. I think they announced Dishonored two last year, and then they they uh, provided uh, more information on Dishonored two this year. So and, and then the, then they revealed Fallout last year, but like I think last year like they're showing like. Battle Cry, and I think that's dead. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's happening. I don't. Uh, they, and then and then they showed like the you know the 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 card game, the Legends or whatever it's called, and they showed that again this year. And that's still not out <laughs> a year later. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, do we do we want to talk about what fucking Todd Howard said about Elder Scrolls Six? Speaking of a long way off. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is insane. That crushes so many people are like, nah, man, this ain't happening for a long time. Like, you got Fallout content. Yes, I get that. But, like, that's going to be wrapping up probably this year, I would assume. Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't, it's so weird because, like, I, I think there's so little room uh, for, like, humor or, or, or just at the very least, like, being facetious. Because uh, he Especially gave a date. Elder Scrolls. <laughs> he gave a date that I don't think he like meant to deliver in a sincere, like empirical fashion, like a, a something that could be fucking like reported on, like a, a legitimate, like like fucking projection. And like, oh man, it like blew up across so many different outlets. And, what was like, the date that he gave? Oh, dude, like twenty nineteen? Uh, no. Like 2027. Oh no, that's no, he's no. He's you have no smoke. idea how many people fucking reported it. Like, yeah, not not his conjecture, but like actual. Like, oh man, no, it's a uh, that is a real date. It it I found it so goddamn funny. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, hold on, I think I have I I wrote it down in my notes here. Uh, just what the date was. It was around that range. Although that's what nine years away and. They still haven't announced a new Red Dead, and that's been about seven years. Yeah, I mean, I mean well, hold on. <laughs> I thought Red Dead was Rockstar. Yeah, I'm just saying in terms of time. Oh, oh, okay. You know, I mean, I, I just overall time waiting on a new game. Like we thought Red Dead was going to get announced this year, and it didn't. Yeah, and okay, that's, so that's been seven years removed. So maybe I hate. I mean, okay, so that's I hate to fucked, jump around about but, that, and again, um. Uh, and I was making mention actually earlier to the tra- the national tragedy that we experienced. Uh, th- this was earlier, but uh, there th- here's there's some relation to that, and I want to know. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. If I hate to jump around, I mean, we'll still we'll get back. Yeah, to we're this. going to. There's so much shit going on. It's gonna. Yeah. Bound, it's bound to happen. <laughs> so, um, I, and again, I don't know if it was just poor. I, I'm I'm gonna go with poor planning, uh, but. At some point within the middle of the Sony conference, uh, there was a quick reveal trailer, like for Days Gone, and then there was a tribute, or at least a memorial, like a very like you know short, very tasteful, and very much needed memorial to acknowledge, uh, you know, sentiment and condolences to uh, what happened in Orlando, and so. I, I really think that, that something like that may have 
been better done in the in the beginning of the conference, but it's mm-hmm. also doing something like that is very challenging as well. And I, you know, it, this all this, I mean, the fact that it happened, period, is awful. And is and again, I and I won't get into personal politics. As I mentioned, I also did a fuckload of that on my social network too. If you guys want to see, uh, um, yeah. yeah. So. Um, oh yeah, Sarah got to find something out about me. Um, I don't even know if you know. I, I'll just say it real quick. Maybe everybody okay. will. Okay, and I and I won't. And I really don't want to spend a lot of time on this. But uh, Sarah uh, was weirded out to find out that I own a gun. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd see. I don't. I don't. I don't use it for hobby. I literally own it for its purpose of like. I don't want to be like a victim of home invasion. So mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. I don't bring it with me anywhere. Don't need to. Um, yeah, you're not. You're not like a, you know, like a carry. I am not in. Like yeah, that. dude, I am not a sensationalist about it, and I'll I'll leave the discussion there. You guys want to? Yeah, hear more I mean, about it, it makes it makes me more comfortable knowing that you weren't in fact packing while we were at the hotel room. <laughs> yeah, I. No, yeah. I mean, by friends that do that, and I respect that. You know, if that's what, how they choose to do things, that's fine. Me personally, I am not comfortable with holding a gun necessarily because. I mean, I'm clumsy with all kinds of shit, and I feel like if I did have a gun, I'd have to have proper training. What do you on think, it. Like, Marvin? <laughs> like, that would be me. That'd be me looking at the gun barrel, seeing if it's loaded. Like that'd be me. Um, but I understand <laughs> the need for it. I, you know, it's so, especially being a homeowner. Like that's like having protection is something you don't ever want to have to use it. But if you do, at least you know you have it. I get that stuff, you know. But that being said, like. I don't know. That maybe that's also probably another after hours topic. Maybe we yeah. can discuss. Oh wow, dude, this, this show got really weird with sex and gun talk. Well, isn't it sad though that all we want to do is sit here and talk about video games, but we have so much other shit that's going on right now that we can't even do that. It's it's true. It's kind of sucks to be honest. Um, it it very much sucks. But yeah. I, there is I, I again I was belaying a point there. Yes. Um, which again, it, the challenge of just doing that sort of memorial within itself is is very very challenging in the particular showcase you're in because a lot of the games that you're showing off uh, are violent. Are violent, but they're not mm-hmm. just violent; they are gun violent. I mean, and, I think that uh uh the uh, Sean from Sony kind of said it best though. Like he kind of made a brief moment to say, "Hey, you know, we we remember and we you know." have sympathy for people that have had losses in this tragedy. You know, we're here to have fun. We're here to enjoy this fan fantastical kind of experience. Like this is in a fantasy setting, you know, um, you know, we want to enjoy it. We want to make sure it's known like this is just for enjoyment. It, it's not to be taken seriously. It's not to be taken. Like this is a real situation. You know, we have to be able to separate that. Um, but it is hard to overlook the fact that, primarily the games that are being shown are of violent nature of you know firearms and things like that but that's just something you can't escape that's just kind of ingrained into the dna of how video games are and what genres are popular right now okay i was way off by the way it's 2022 that's still really far though it is but i kind of well if it was from years since skyrim because skyrim was out in what 2011 uh, yeah, but then, uh, oh, shit, and yeah, you're right, like, Oblivion was out, like, 2006. Yeah, six I mean, 
almost five or six maybe, years maybe, anyway. maybe, maybe, maybe shooting like just shooting for like a high number so that way if it comes in under that they'll be like seen as oh god they did it you know <laughs> hey that's still more than valve so uh yeah yeah exactly that's absolutely true um but yeah i and again i think what i'm getting at is that like there's rumors that like red dead uh was supposed to close out uh the sony conference and mm-hmm. Uh, because they realize, like, oh wow! In the days gone uh, gameplay trailer, we had this dude with an assault rifle just mowing fucking enemies down. Like, it's not even just a gun; it's a it's a rifle. It's it's basically it's too goddamn coincidental, or just too, I would say, resonant uh, to you know some certain sensibilities and high tensions, which rightfully so I'm glad they chose to, to like separate, put as much distance as possible. Mm-hmm. But I'm hearing that because that, cause a lot, you're right. Everybody was expecting like a red dead reveal. I, I so. also feel like part of it could be because I know right now internally at rockstar, they are having a lot of conflict with, uh, the Hauser brothers and with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh, Ben's can't remember his first name. Save my life. Dude, um, when is that? When is that publisher not running into some shit? But this one's really bad. This is like a main part of Rockstar being forced out and now suing the company for money owed from GTA Five, and now the company's counter suing him. Uh, it's it's kind of a disaster. So yeah, I think that but like maybe they ran internally, into some shit with LA Noir, and then yeah, they've always they've always had problems with LA Noir with all the Rockstar games that have come out like in the last decade or more. Yeah, um, this is a reoccurring trend, which I can only assume will not be overlooked if it were to come to the right uh, jurisdiction of litigation. So, uh, you know, I I don't, I don't necessarily have a lot of uh, high hopes or confidence in Rockstar's uh, fucking ability to come out on top in this one. I really think that I, they should... Just bite the fuck, like just eat it, eat it, I, and then move on. But, but I also feel like that maybe that developers and publishers are being a little smart now, because I think that we've seen often in E3 that something gets announced and it's a big deal, but then it takes over two years of development for it to come out, and by the time it comes out, it's already past its its hype. You know, it's already kind of gotten to the point where people forgot I will about agree it. With you there, I think there are and, certain games that can get away with that, and others, yeah. That I just feel like now, like if you look at the entire lineup and everything that was announced at E3, I mean, I think the longest you're going to have to wait is probably next holiday, which is still a lot of time. Like that, even that seems long to me. But I don't think you're going to wait much longer than that. I think the longest one you'll probably be waiting for is probably God of War. I mean, I know we're jumping right now, but um, you know, I just think that they kind of have to be careful because I feel like most games that have been announced with two years development ahead of it usually end up not doing very well. So I think they're probably trying and to... And like, sometimes, like I said, they're complete surprises. Like, I was, again, another conversation with Sarah. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize this until I was uh, doing more research about it, but Doom had, like, a nine-year development cycle. Yeah. What? Did yeah, really? dude! And, 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 Holy actually, shit. Like, and actually took what they had and completely scrapped it and started over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so fucking bizarre. Oh, this is Doom 4, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Huh. But um I, I definitely feel Damn. like the Bethesda show was their victory lap for Doom and for probably Fallout. Like it was definitely their moment to be like, hey, these games were the shit. You know and, and, and they were. And and more power to them. Like I'm glad that, that developer that publisher is doing well. 
I'm more happy for id doing as well as they've been doing recently with Wolfenstein and Doom. Like, good on them. After Rage, I didn't think they'd bounce back, but they've been doing pretty well so far. And, and it's so, yeah. It's, all right, can we, can we take a step back uh, mm. outside the glass and kind of look in and realize that uh, id and Blizzard are on our, uh, uh, they have the most hyped up games of, of 2016. This year. Yeah, yeah and true. I'm just, yeah, that's a, that's definitely a Robin Williams like, what fucking year is it? Uh, <laughs> because like, it's come for it's come full circle now. Like yeah, it's come it back has. around. Yeah. Oh man, I wonder if people start giving shit about Sega again. Um, uh, no, no, sadly, well. I, you know, I don't even think they have. I was gonna say I was trying to rack my brain to think what Sega has. Sega actually has nothing. If anything, <sighs> hmm. the one comfort that I I got out of E3 was knowing that like Capcom fucking had developments. Like the last, they've just been so radio silent. They're just like Street Fighter Five. It's pretty fucking dope, right? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, what? Nope. What's happening? What's yep. and, it, and it's not and it's not dope Capcom and then no, they're not, just not like at all yeah and then we're like yo dude we got Resident Evil Seven yo we got Dead Rising Four we've got Phoenix Wright Spirit of Justice we've got all this shit going on I'm like all right cool I can get behind all of that um I it was very it was it was it was a bit stressful um oh and, and that it, it, it was a bit stressful knowing that uh. That that was going, but it was also incredibly relieving that none of those had the words Monster Hunter in them either. <laughs> so, although a very hyped part of E3 is the fact that we're getting a demo for the new Monster Hunter game that's coming out on 3DS. Apparently, that's like the shit from what I've been hearing. Well, we can only hope, but um, yeah. it if it it goes to question because like Wolfenstein did fairly well uh, commercially yeah. and critically. Like it did, I don't think it did groundbreaking, but it did well. Doom, Doom is definitely picking up commercially. It's it, it's but unanimously praised in reviews, which I think it's it's well deserved. I think that came out as a complete surprise, which that's the best thing about that whole story is that like no one gave it a chance, and it came out and they're like, oh shit, this is fucking good. Like no review copies sent out early, like the embargo was set for the release date. And it just, yeah, like you said, nine years in development. Like, no one gave it a chance in the world. They're like, this is just going to come out. It's going to be shit. And then the multiplayer beta happened, and that was, like, lackluster. Um, and then it finally came out, and you're like, oh, oh, my God, this is really good. Like, I just, it's cool to have surprises like that, you know? Like, that doesn't happen often nowadays. I, it doesn't. It was mm. it was definitely, it was it was delicious, I will say. Mm. Um, how, but, how do you feel about Bethesda's... Uh, other like like the Fallout DLC coming up. Like, how do you feel about that? So, are you know, I so I mean, but it, I, I, I guess me, I'm not super into Fallout Four, so it's just like I was like, oh, it looks kind of cool, and then I moved on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm know, actually I mean? I'm right there with you because yeah. I I'm glad I, they're supporting it. I'm glad they're getting out more content for sure. But I am, but and in, in the same breath, and and again, you know, good on them for doing that because this was this was a sequel that was a long time coming. Uh, and definitely had like people who still uh, like praise it to, to high heaven, and I can't for the life of me really understand why. Only because to me, Fallout Four is just really underwhelming in comparison to Three. I feel like 
and again, I you know, you guys could be screaming at whatever you're using to listen to this right now that I'm a stupid idiot and I'm wrong and I don't care. Um, I feel like they that, that Bethesda just peaked with Fallout Three in terms of balance, or I don't okay, I don't want to say peak. I, I want to say that in terms, and I and I've covered it. I've covered it extensively. Um, mm-hmm. When I talked about like you know going back to Fallout Three. Uh, I kind of just made a mention, like, you know, the reason why Press Pod Radio didn't really, I mean, aside from time, I was really the only one that put the most time into Fallout 4, and I just didn't, I, I felt no desire to, because it wasn't the same, it, it didn't have the same charm or allure. It, it's just like, it's the same reason why I think I praise Uncharted 4 so much, is because it, it realized, like, the people at Naughty Dog realized, like, we don't need to up the spectacle. Too much spectacle kind of just saturates, like, whatever we had going on. Let's just work towards, instead of, uh, of just shoving as much as we can into this one world, let, let it, let's craft something that we have here and let's focus around that. And I don't think Fallout 4 uh, really, like, y- y- utilize that concept at all i it, they very much were like bigger more 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 and and in doing so i think they really trampled over some of the more like nuanced charms that like the series had before it was it, it was the same shit that like fucking new vegas did that makes me not like new vegas only more i mean granted there are certain conventions i don't know and, and, it, and i could go on but Fallout 4, to me, uh, like it, it very much fell off my radar a while ago. I, I keep telling myself I'm going to go back and probably put more time into doing it, uh, or I mean playing it, so that way I can maybe kind of change the way I feel about it. But I, in terms of DLC, uh, I don't, I don't think that there was a whole lot of uh, lore or otherwise effort put into whatever world they tried to craft that. Yeah. That would make, Turning it into Minecraft, essentially. Yes, and it's <laughs> and it's very irksome because like a lot of yeah. the expansions that you saw with three, they were engaging. I mean, they added. They were very good story-driven stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have that confidence with because at this yeah. point, that's all I. I mean, that's what anybody would really want out of Just Fallout. Story. Honestly, yeah. Additional but, lore. But I feel like Fallout Four is too. It's also too fucking big. Too mm-hmm. fucking big. Like. Yeah. I don't know, but you know, at the same breath, like uh, Xenoblade is also too fucking big. Yeah, and, we can talk about other things that are too fucking big eventually here. Oh, I mm-hmm. I know where most you're going with that. Yeah. Um, well, most I'm, of the show. Yeah. But, I, that, uh, is there and that's else and that's not what we that's not what she said. No, it's never what she says. At least not here. <laughs> Jesus, um, guys. but okay. So uh, for the rest of Bethesda, I mean, I think there's other what stuff that was Quake? kind of. I'm surprised we haven't talked about Quake yet. I, 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 I kind of figured Quake was coming with Doom and Wolfenstein doing as well as the, they have done. Um, I believe this Quake Champions is free to play. Uh, I'm glad they're doing it, but I have kind of zero interest in it personally. I mean, it just they're revitalizing another franchise. From the id library of games. Yeah, I think Quake is that weird. Okay, Quake is that weird franchise where if you don't have any fond memories of it from when it first, it, w- it out, won't sway you at all. It won't no. sway. Yeah, like Doom. Even if you didn't really play it all that much, like there's a certain, uh, like I don't know, uh, an air of prestige with like, like a, uh, or like, a, or like a curiosity about it. Yeah, Doom or Wolfenstein. That's why people yeah. like got on with it. Quake though, Quake, it, it's for like a more niche 
Yeah, um, you have to know what you're getting into when you play Quake. Like you have to know like this is like the 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 time of like Unreal and stuff like that. The fast, twitchy multiplayer focused games. I'm like, really curious to see if this is gonna and like they were very quiet about it, but with esports mm-hmm. gradually growing, if this is like Bethesda's mm-hmm. like very kind subtle. Of, uh, yeah. To it. Absolutely, because I feel like if it does end up being free to play with, you know, the Overwatch mentality of like free to play but get all these characters. Well, I guess not the Overwatch mentality because that was purchased at once. You get all the DLC for free. But just like the idea of like a competitive shooter with additional content coming out, you know, stuff like that. It it, it makes sense to them to kind of have that as their lead game to go into like more of a multiplayer esports like streaming like, like like watch on twitch kind of game because you really don't i mean you could watch doom you could watch other games on twitch but that's not really a competitive nature a lot of that single player content so this is like their multiplayer their, their entry level multiplayer experience i guess it makes sense that quake would be the license they use instead of establishing like a, something brand new um yeah, and then aside from that, yeah, there's that weird Elder Scrolls card game, which, by the way, no fucking gameplay still. And I, oh wait, shit, am I allowed to say that? I don't know if I'll say that. <laughs> I, I should check the NDA. You might need to censor that. Yeah, I'm. I will censor that. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot about that. Having an NDA. Um, uh, is, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it so? Games journalism. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, um, okay. So for me, Bethesda overall saw Fallout DLC, saw Dishonored too, which we knew about that stuff. Uh, the surprise and maybe the thing I'm most excited about from Bethesda was fucking Prey. Yeah, dude. Holy shit! Which that, that was in damn. so much trouble. Uh, that was because that was originally Prey too. That's another. It's yeah. so weird. And like I told, I compl- okay, because that was like the one that that was the final thing that killed 3D Realms. And like yeah. I thought, I don't know what it was, but there was a part of my head, uh, in my headspace where like I'm trying to remember back. I mean, and like these are the days of like too human and like fucking other like glorified like uh, anticipated titles that like just came out to like be complete and utter disappointments and um i i want to say that like there's something i don't know what it was but i felt like prey 2 like i in my opinion was canceled or just did nothing with and apparently yeah well no that is prey 2 they took like or they i don't know they whatever assets or whatever proof of concept they had uh going on Bethesda took it it on or maybe they did scrap it who knows no no so so Bethesda was going to publish Prey 2 initially I remember when it got announced it was a Bethesda published game this is like around the era of like Brink and Rage and stuff like that was when Prey 2 was kind of like forming and becoming a thing I think they even had E3 at one point um and then yeah they just kind of scrapped the whole project but I think if there's any assets or anything that they took from Prey 2 for this current iteration it's probably minimal at best because they completely changed the entire. Because not even the same developer. It's um, it's the guys that did Dishonored. It's it's uh, Arcane Studios doing. Well, it yeah, now. no, Three Realms is fucking dungeon ring. Oh well, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're dead, but yeah, this is a totally different development team. So like, whatever assets were used for the original Prey Two, I mean, I I can't think of anything that probably carried over. Maybe just the t- fact that it's called Prey, like, but. 
the idea of this like weird sci-fi Groundhog's Day, I, I don't know what's going on. Like I don't. I have no idea what's even about, but fuck is it intriguing. Like that seems interesting as shit to play. Um It and looked just, like, really good too. It looked like, really good. And and for it not to be like a stealth action game like Dishonored, it just shows that Arcane's doing something kinda new and it's like they're they're like they're, it's like their B team, I think. I think the A team's doing Dishonored, the B team's doing Prey. Um but yeah, I was like, oh cool. Like shit, this is like kinda, I guess technically not really, but sort of new IP, you know? Um, I think the weirdest announcement, too, that came out of uh, Dishonored 2, I mean, among a lot of the other things, but oh. a really, really weird announcement is that they uh, they announced Flesh and Steel mode, which is uh, essentially a new play mode for Dishonored 2 where you can play the game without powers. And I don't know how to oh. feel about that. because I didn't know that was a thing, actually. That's, that's interesting. A, that's a thing, and I'm just like... You know, it's it's an interesting option, but I don't, I don't know. I also came, I, I kind of seem, well, you can't even say it's a ballsy move because if anything, I can only understand that. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess it, trying it, to it, craft or design a game that doesn't or a campaign that doesn't really make use of it. You know what I mean? They never I mean, really have the powers being used outside of combat. I, I mean, a lot of the traversing requires it, with like the blinking. And the time manipulation stuff like that, a lot of that's used for the right. traversing so that, of the world too. Uh, okay, so all right, yeah, I do remember. So then, yeah, so then that begs the question: like, with the inclusion of that mode, are you getting like an altered campaign, or are you getting a campaign that can cater to both somewhat? But maybe it just appeals to that audience that's into like the hardcore stealth. Because I feel like Dishonored has stealth elements, but you could always play it more like an action style first person game. So maybe this mode appeals more to the stealth guys that play like Stalker and stuff like that. It's like maybe like like based more in realism. Yeah, dude, I kept watching the trailer and all these dudes getting 86. And I'm like, no, you're playing it wrong. You're it's stupid. You don't <laughs> kill anybody in Dishonored. I just hate killing people because then you got the fucking rat problem. But with that being kind of out of the out of the whole thing now, like I wonder what the new thing is for like what is the I guess maybe the way I look at it is I think that maybe the because, uh, you know, before when you played Dishonored, that if you killed a lot of people, the rats became more of a problem. Disease became more of a problem. Like there was a real consequence to you killing a lot of people. I think maybe in this one, since the rat problem's not an issue now, that maybe like the like the thing that happens if you kill a lot of people is like your opinion of the queen goes down or the opinion of like Corvo goes down like the like the, I guess, overall appeal of them like for their area, you know, like more of a political thing. I, I don't know. That's just kind of like it, it is interesting. But, they they may yeah. have put themselves in a box or, or you know, to continue mm. that. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. But yeah, aside from that, uh, Bethesda didn't really. Yeah, man, they didn't really uh, show anything else other than that. And that's cool. Um, I mean, it, it's not like there was, uh, it, you know, they, they didn't really need to show off any no. more than what they did so it works out yeah. Yeah, i knew what you're going into i i am excited for the fact that like dishonor 2 is it too far away i believe it's uh, october is what it's slated for or that, November? that sounds right i think it's october yeah, yeah I, right. dude there are a lot of things coming in october oh christ you're not kidding yeah <laughs> dude vr october october is game apocalypse before game apocalypse yeah all that shit's staying out in november now so now it's fucking october that's <laughs> for games October is Game Apocalypse. November is uh, Game Mageddon. 
November is that duty, and that's it. And then, like, September would be, like, Game to Rock. September is my joint. Fucking Rise <laughs> of Iron. Rise of Iron's coming out in September. Y'all get ready. Dude, that is going to be dope. Well, let's, all right, let's, okay. And again, I know this, this might sound a bit hypocritical, but I think, I, I don't know, man. It, if, if, if we were, okay, let's just say this. If we were to grade conferences or keynotes, mm-hmm. this one fucking stunk. This is the it, it, <laughs> this is the poopy one out of all of them, and that was EA's. Jesus oh, God. Christ! I, well, and now we know why EA pulled out of E3 and kind of focused on having their own event because they didn't have shit to show. They had the stuff that you already knew was coming because a yearly installment. It's sports games. It's a battlefield. Uh. And then everything we wanted to hear about, like new Star Wars or new Mass Effect, was just casually mentioned and then said, we'll have more next year. Fuck. Like, if Mass Effect Andromeda is supposed to come out early next year, you should be showing more on that game. Yeah, I don't as, believe... You, there's yeah, no, no way it's coming out early next no, year. No, absolutely no not. Fucking if they're showing, way. If they're showing. They're showing this, like, fucking Asari just smiling at me, and that's all they had to show for the whole fucking game. It's not coming out in March. You're a fucking liar. Ain't happening. Yeah, I, dude, I have that no idea what me. I have no idea. It's so bad. I want more Mass Effect. It I can't worries get it. me. It worries yeah, me because I'm just like, what is the climate of Bioware at the moment? Like, what? Yeah. What? I'm serious. Like, ever since like the the lead dudes, like, and I can't even remember their names at the moment, which I feel like awful. Casey Hudson was the main one. Yeah. Like yeah. now that they've like since their departure and like this fucking announcement among other themes like I this bodes really mm-hmm. really really and, ominous. I mean, BioWare has been responsible for so many games in recent memory. I mean, they've put out, you know, several Mass Effect titles, several Dragon Age titles, and for them to be working on one Mass Effect with no mention of any other titles or franchises coming out, uh no Kotor remake uh, I mean, just stuff they have the ability to do and nothing's being talked about. And they're barely showing Mass Effect, even though it's supposed to be out in less than a year, apparently. Well, okay, no so the, the only news that they came out with a Mass Effect Andromeda is that the makeup will be easier to drive thanks to the need oh, for speed. Oh, fuck team. you. Fuck you. What? What? <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear about that? The, they Ghost have... is doing the driving for the Mako? Dude. Yeah, so... Could oh, this be know. the next three-wheeled Mako of shame? What, uh, just Bioware? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 it, it just makes me so upset that like the franchise I want to come back more than anything else. I just don't think it's going to be the game I want. I don't I, think it's going to no, be the game. No, it's not. I, no. I, and that's why I was just like, you know, I think that's why everybody was so mad. Like, you know, not not to beat a fucking old horse, but like. You know, the finality of Mass Effect 3 being as disappointing as it was is because, like, you know, you're not... I don't know if you can really pick up and do more in this world again. I don't even know how yeah. they're doing with Andromeda, to be honest. Like, I mean, that is true. I feel like it was kind of cut and dry. Like, you know, regardless of how people feel about the ending, it was an ending. It was a finale. It was now... I mean, spoilers for anyone that hasn't played Mass Effect 3. They kind of just have to restart after everything that happens. Like shit happens and it's like okay well we're starting over here we go and 
you either pick up right from where it leaves off or you do something else. And I don't know which direction they're going in. Yeah, but other than that, the the one news that they had was just like, all right, cool. So Need for Speed team, they're working on our Mako mechanics. And then you want to know what else? Uh, mm. The name of our protagonist is Ryder. Mm. With like, a Y? With a Y. And it's mm. in, in like... She's defaulted as she's the default. The, the preferable default is female, but again, it'll have a male option. Uh, just if like Jennifer the way Hale comes back and does the voice, maybe I'll be I'll be okay with that. Maybe, I don't, dude. I you know, I'm cool with it. Just I I don't know, man. I mean, Fem Shep's the way to go for sure. But now we don't even have Shep. Oh man, what is this game going to be? <laughs> I'm so I, sad. I don't know. So and sad. It's 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 disconcerting. But then like Battlefield what the fuck is Battlefield One even? I don't It's it, it's not Call of Duty. That's what it's got going for right now. That's not Call of Duty. Well no no no. Titanfall two is supposed to be the not Call of Duty. Mm, Titanfall, yes please. Yeah, Titanfall was good. Yeah. In fact that is if anything, like the one thing that just like that was like the one weird theme in in fucking E3 is that uh, you you don't have a story mode, you get a story mode, and then you get a story mode. All of the story modes. So, you know, Titanfall 2, excellent example of a game that should get a story mode. Uh, FIFA, The Journey, I I still don't really oh, know I how to feel that. about that or why yeah. it got is much time <laughs> and then finally and you'll find out about it around the time that like this podcast debuts because uh i will have the review up in fact it's done i just got to put it together trials of the blood dragon that got a story mode let me give you a bit of a spoil. don't just don't not good it's not, not good, good. it's so not good so yeah that, that's just that's the weird thing everybody get every everybody gets a story mode now and it's so weird because like the theme I feel like the theme a couple years ago or the trend that we saw is like everything gets multiplayer. I don't give a, a fucking like you just get multiplayer. Uncharted multiplayer, Tomb Raider multiplayer. And now. Yeah, now that's not so. Oh, Street Fighter five. You get a story. mode. Mm, you get a long overdue story. Long mode overdue is what you story get. mode, actually. Yeah. But anyway, um, I digress. Yeah. Battlefield one. It doesn't seem like it's doing anything particularly groundbreaking. Uh, it 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 almost seems like like what like horseplay. Horseplay is like it, it, I mean, what? Battlefield One doesn't have to do anything revolutionary. All it has to do is, not, like I said, all Battlefield One has to do is not be Call of Duty this year because everyone's so up in arms about Call of Duty and about the futuristic take and everything else. Like all Battlefield has to do is say we're in a time they don't that's even not take, in they the don't future. Even bring it back. That's they it. Took it back. Like back, back. Yeah, yeah, way back. Like Huey Day Lewis in the news, fucking back in time. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know <laughs> how to feel about it. Um, um, I mean, I, I, I think it's nice because people get a very, very radical change of. It's not modern combat. It's not futuristic combat. It is, you know, it's a time that has not really been portrayed in games, other than maybe in recent memory, the darkness had a World War One like scenario and that was very brief um and i can't think of much of anything else that's had world war one um i just think it's it, it is a change of pace i mean it's gonna be the same battlefield experience just in a different time uh but that's you know that's what kind of people want they want that like they want to go back to world war Two and you know other eras of combat 
uh, others time other times of war for their shooters because everyone's kind of fed up with the futuristic stuff. Um, I don't know. You know, it, I mean, it's not hardline. <laughs> At least there's that. Oh God, <laughs> I is that is are are the servers even fucking still up for that? I mean, yeah, but at this point they're giving away the DLC for free, so like it's yeah, it's not doing great. Yeah, I I'd imagine not. Mm-hmm. Um, but. In in terms of like, I don't know other other games to uh, really talk about that I uh, also weirdly enough that like a made uh, an appearance that like I, I was not expecting. Um, they didn't have a keynote. They didn't have anything. They they did, however, they got weird spots. Like I don't remember if it's entirely like during E3 that they got their trailer, or if it was revealed uh, directly on IGN. It was a very brief look. Um, well, actually, yeah. Before we step into that, um, I actually kind of want to talk about one other thing. Yeah. All right. How do you honestly like on, on real talk? How do you guys feel about FIFA of all games, out of all the sports games, getting the uh, story mode? Because like, here's the thing. Weirdly enough, and you guys be surprised. Well. Either surprised or not, I can't tell. It's 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 actually it's very anytime like I I poise or or, or like just suggest or talk about this, like people kind of have different reactions to it. But apparently, FIFA is neck and neck with being one of the more uh, I would say successful uh, sports properties that are pushed by EA aside from Madden. Like I, I, I sometimes like I I, I find it. Hard to no, I I think FIFA is much more popular than Madden worldwide, just because soccer is more popular worldwide. Yeah, right. that's true. I mean, Madden's going to maybe appeal to people in North America, and that's about it. Yeah, I yeah. just well, it's also FIFA. Like, I I always I have like this like I don't know, uh, this impression that FIFA, you know, in in exchange for that, it, it doesn't have the same kind of stroke in North America, but it's got a pretty heavy stroke there too so like i i guess it would be the most appropriate out of all the uh sport franchises that um ea has under their umbrella to like fucking experiment with this mode but i don't i don't know what it what it really is gonna be like it just seems like it's gonna be a cinematic like this is just gonna be like this shit ain't gonna be the diddy kong racing of fucking like ea sports games i'm not gonna like you know press x to like go home and dream about sports all night like you know i, I just i don't understand I, like where the fit is here yeah i i guess it was like i didn't know if maybe they were taking cues from nba 2k and how they did a story mode because no one really liked that story mode from last year's nba 2k so like a is story it, mode yeah 2k 16 has story mode it was spike lee spike lee did a uh, story mode for the game and so this is exactly what that looks like it looks like how they did with 2K16, where it was like a story mode made by Spike Lee, and it that's exactly what this seems like it's doing, but that wasn't done particularly well, and no one really liked it last year, so maybe EA did that this year, thinking it'd be cool, and banked on it being, like, the best thing, and then, like, it just flopped, and like, oh, shit, like, we're already doing this, like, we have to kind of, we have to we, put this out. Finish, yeah, they have, like, almost no reaction other than please stop. No. No, it was, it just, was very much like I mean, we were F- so... FIFA on its own is a very good sports game. And it's like highly rated, like one of the best sports games. And I just feel like is this them just adding more content to a game that just is strictly just for the hardcore players? And they're trying to ca- like, I guess maybe they're trying to in- attract a, you know, a casual audience because 
you don't have casual people playing FIFA. There are some people that will casually play 2K or play, you know, Madden, but there's not people playing casual FIFA. It's just too hardcore of a sport to get in casually. Yeah, that's that's pretty true. I mean, I I know of of people that purchase literally eight hundred dollars worth of PSN money to use an Ultimate Team multiple well, times a yeah. year. And, and it's honestly, ridiculous. Like, like and, and and you can look at Twitch and see like how many people are streaming FIFA on a regular basis, and you see no mention of any other sports games on that at all. FIFA's the only <laughs> one. But I cut you off, Sarah. What you're saying? No, I was just saying like 800, 800 bucks uh, a shot multiple times a year just for Ultimate Team. Like that's unreal. Yeah, it is. I can't I can't even imagine spending that much money constantly like that. It's it's pretty crazy stuff. You should see me when I spent money on Blacklight Retribution, man. I was all about that game. Oh yeah. It wasn't 800 bucks, but it was a decent chunk of change, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but it's uh, it's not 800 bucks, right? No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it, it's not it's, it's not that FIFA money. Like, dude, that that's a good camera. You know what I mean? Like, I uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, much more timey. But hey, man, I bet, I bet the ultimate team was amazing, though. I really, geez, really, really, this, really good. Ultimate I, team. You know what? All right, let's let's go ahead. Let's steer this back towards um, Telltale. Telltale had two games to show off. One, I was well, we all expected one. The other one we were told about uh, a bit. Yeah. They, they did, um, yeah. I don't want to get too much into the one that we kind of knew was coming because I haven't finished the second season of that one. So hopefully it doesn't oh, go that wasn't even the one territory. I was talking about. But oh, okay. okay um, well, because we knew the, we knew. Well, okay, we expected one, and then we got a hint about the other one from the video game awards reel. And yeah, what, the one okay, that was so, announced last year. Yeah, sure. right. So what I'm talking about, yeah, season three, which, okay, we could totally leave that alone. I didn't know you did not finish it. Um, I and I wasn't going to spoil it anyway, but mm-hmm. we do know that Clementine is older. And yeah. we can only imagine what the other character showcase will play. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. Yes. Um, I don't I don't know. Yeah, because th- I, I will say this. Like, that's a brand new character in that trailer. Uh, next to Clementine, and I, the, and that's it. It was a very brief, a teaser ass teaser. I will say, holy shit, it looked really good. It was breathtaking. Like it looked better than the Michonne series. Um, which that, like, I feel like this game is not gonna come out, um, on previous generations. Which is that's gonna be challenging because I, I really hope that it does take advantage of reading what I did in the, in the previous season. So I don't really know how to feel about that yet. Um, fucking, but yeah, telltale Batman. So we didn't, they didn't show any trailers of it. They actually showed still shots, which I never thought. Yeah. Screenshots at an E3, everyone in 2016, not, not a magazine (laughs) or a website at a fucking, at the, the 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 largest conference that's like the most significant to the video game industry, screenshots. It was it was a fucking press kit, um, which I don't want to talk uh, a lot of shit, especially with like you know Job will probably like you know push me down a flight of stairs if you were to hear this right now and say that's it, you guys get shit now, nothing, nothing from us. And I'm not talking shit. I mean, but you know what? They could do that with Batman. You could do that, and it looks they, it looks really good. Like they're definitely I. For the property, of course, I mean, given Batman and its comic book roots and its illustration, uh, yeah. 
it, it kind of seems like it's going like for like the Dark Knight like aesthetic, kind of. Do you agree with that from the screenshots? Yeah, I. Well, I mean, you mean dark like like the 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 Nolan? Kinda, uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that. I, I don't like. I'm pretty sure there's more to it. And it's really challenging, especially with the rogues gallery that Batman has. But like, I'm very surprised that out of like the mainstay villains that they use to like for this, or you know, I don't know if they could really, or if this would be the the smart decision for it. Maybe it is just better to have one central villain. But I would, I just reasonably assume that uh, each episode would have its own central villain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like there, yeah, and then something would be like revealed at the end of the season. But I don't know. Maybe that's too predictable. And just having one uh, villain be the focus is, uh, you know, maybe the tighter decision. Who knows? Well, because um, I think the, the screenshots that I saw, there's one with him and Catwoman, correct? Right. But yeah, and that's the thing. The villain. I, I kind of almost maybe want to see just like Catwoman as a villain and see how that relationship progresses through the episodes. The love-hate relationship that they have. Um, yeah, but I think see, that'd be kind of like, cool. She, but yeah, there's so much in that universe you could pull from, though, for sure. And and Two Face is like the only villain that they've revealed. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and but the, like he has no screenshot. So yeah, Telltale like had a they had a modest showing, but they definitely, um, you know, for the two games that they are working on and doing, uh, I could not. I don't know. I I'm definitely excited. Mm-hmm. I. Still very much surprised that, like, again, there's a, a Batman Telltale game. Um, and yeah. so far... And they have a Marvel in the works, too, I think. I did, it, it, yeah. When did that I get think. announced? I'm pretty sure I heard they have a, a Telltale game in the Marvel universe. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I thought I had heard that at one point. No, not at all. Me either. All right. But uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead. I think we should get... Yeah, let, let's get, like, the mini shows out of the way before we get into the big ones. So the other one... Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft, which all right. So Watch Dogs, so yeah. Watch Dogs Two, which was like, and, the... and, and that had had a reveal before E3, right? Uh, it was very, already like, where was that reveal again? Was it VGAs? Uh, no, no, no. Watch Dogs got officially revealed. Um, uh, they just said that they were going to be announcing a new property, and then they had a Twitch stream, and it was Watch Dogs Two. But it kind of got leaked pretty hardcore beforehand, but. Officially got revealed through a Twitch stream. Yeah, okay, I remember that now. And like, it, it, it was just like him, like with like the like with the phone, you know, hacking. And it's like, okay, this is Watch Dogs too. But a lot of the stuff had been hacked, not hacked, but like a lot of it had been like leaked beforehand. And then the stream was actually the official reveal, but people knew what it was beforehand. Well, all right, so it's it's really it's a weird kind of uh they're I, I feel like they're touching upon a really sensitive premise too because like the I, I mean I'll give kudos to the fact that the protagonist is a colored protagonist mm. of representation and like they're also rep- representing like uh some real life issues in terms of like the the pseudo uh, well I don't see saying pseudo I'm sorry my white privilege came out a little bit uh, the oppression that is like the real life oppression that's going on in terms of gentrification and a bunch of other shit uh, that's going on in the East Bay area of San Francisco in fucking Oakland. Um, and I, you know, I'm I'm kind of curious to see 
how uh, they go about it and how they implement it in the story mode. Because I don't know about you guys, but at any point that like Ubisoft has put like any central focus around uh, the depiction of a culture or a history, uh, they've been far from accurate. So um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. And plus, I don't at, at this point, I don't really know if I have any feelings specifically towards Watch Dogs. I do like I have it. I barely played it. I mm-hmm. I remember when we first saw it showcased like originally E3 and again you, you bear mention of it and it really did. It set a new precedence of like really, really being guarded against like hype. Uh and and what can happen when like you're you're given uh, a showcase of something that d- definitely fails to live up to it when like it's finally shipped and ready to fucking play. I you know, I don't know how to feel about it but like let me ask you this because i'm pretty sure this is exactly what ubisoft has going or if anything if ubisoft still even has a choice granted with everything going on and and and, and then the movie weirdly enough that they have which would probably mm-hmm. for timing but i feel like they're they're sort of grooming watchdogs to be the new assassin's creed uh in a sense and i don't i don't know if it's got the, the longevity to really do that i I, I don't think that's the case necessarily. I mean, I think that we might see something to where maybe Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed have a shared universe because they've kind of established that precedent. Uh, I know Watch Dogs had some references to Abstergo, and so there's a possibility that those might be connected somehow. But I feel like Watch Dogs 2 is strictly just them. Fill, like It's them fulfilling the promise of what Watch Dogs 1 was supposed to be. Um, I do feel like I bought into the hype of Watch Dogs very early on, and when the final product came out, I was on board. I was like, I'm getting this, I'm playing it, it's going to be great. And then it just fell flat. It kind of did the same thing Assassin's Creed 1 did, where it seemed like a cool concept, but you only did like six things, and that's all you did the entire game. And so I feel like Watch Dogs 2 is maybe their Assassin's Creed 2, where it takes that premise, and it takes that idea, and they're like, okay, let's, let's make this game the way we had originally talked about, but let's make it actually happen in the game. And I think that's what you're going to see with Watch Dogs 2. Uh, the main protagonist, Marcus, has more of the hacker culture than Aiden ever did. He's a he's uh, a hacktivist. He's a hacktivist. He's got the DIY <laughs> mentality, like where he makes his own weapons, makes his own explosives. Oh, dude. he's not he's not he's that not just some dude. YouTube he's not video. some that YouTube video. Jesus, he, he's not just some dude in a trench coat shooting guns. Like he has like the weird weapon of like the billiard. Uh, like the the the, the, cue, yeah, the ball cue ball on the on the bungee cord weird kind of weapon, but like yeah, they, they make you, sense. You did a YouTube video of how to make mm-hmm. your own. That was a real yeah. video that they use. As, as, it's like a weird, it's a weird direction for guerrilla marketing, and I don't yeah. know what sort of repercussions that will. Hold. Uh, yeah, probably not great, not at all. But um, yeah, I just think this is gonna be them, and I, I'm trying to be cautiously optimistic about this game because I do want to like it because I really did want to like the first one. And I don't want to get too hyped about the second one because that happened the first time around and it kind of got burnt on it pretty bad. So I'm trying to reserve judgment. I'm trying to be like excited, but not too excited about it. But from what I've seen so far, like it looks like it could have a lot of potential, um, especially with the traversing. Like there's a lot more parkour movement uh, with Marcus and uh, seems like it's more of an open world experience that people would want with more. Uh, variety in, in how you do missions and how you progress through the game. Um, I don't know. It just looks like it could be pretty good, but I don't want to get super into it. So 
just trying to, you know, keep some distance from it. But I, I think they could potentially maybe deliver on everything they had hopefully, you know, everything they had promised with the first one. I think that's a, they're, this is kind of like their make I still good. think that's a tall order because that first maybe. one. Maybe. Well, we can only hope. For Honor, mm. that was one of the new properties uh, showcase. It's, for Honor, I like the idea of it, but I just don't want it to become another rise. I was just going to, you took the mm. words right out of my fucking I mean, mouth. That, that, that's what it looks like to me when I see that game. Holy shit, I, dude. God of War already kind of looks like it, it looks like if rise and last of us like just got together and just like and here's this cool like fun baby that but 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 kind of with baby. some dark souls elements especially with the combat yeah which is like everyone's gonna do that everyone's gonna have the dark souls in their game somehow some way but mm, i don't know i and we'll you know we'll get to that but yeah for honor i don't really know how to feel about it i mean it, they they had a brief gameplay trailer. It, it looks it fucking looks stunning. If anything, Watch Dogs is definitely staying on top of like they're just staying on top of their visual game. So mm-hmm. I will I will give them that. I I don't think there was enough shown to really like formulate more about it. But I don't know. I think it's fucking weird that and cool. You've got like samurais and Vikings and like knights and like all these other like different generations and dynasties of like historical warriors like coming together to murder each other um which i, I don't know i find it cool it's it's got a weird like tongue-in-cheek mortal combat vibe to to its silliness but like mm-hmm. i don't know we'll, we'll see how that goes i don't i don't yeah. i don't know i don't feel like i saw enough to really formulate an opinion um ghost recon wildlands it is it is the most banal shit i have i I am so... I don't even know how this is still a thing. Like, I get Rainbow Six. Like, I get it. And even then, I, I still feel like there's just a weird following for that now. Like, the crowd that gets, like, hyped about that series is not nowhere near the uh, volume that it once was. But Ghost Recon, how is that still a fucking thing? Or why do people care is, like, my other question. Mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of gets into the same territory that the, that the division did when that was first announced and that was coming out. Um, I think it kind of appeals to the same kind of audience, honestly. Well, the division. Well, the division's been scratching itches that like, uh, fucking Destiny players who were just yeah. like, or, yeah, like I I did not anticipate the division to scratch the itches that it did. I really and yeah, I really thought the division was going to be this nuanced thing, and it just turned into like a pretty fun thing that everybody got into and enjoyed for a hot second, and then. It as well is already uh, burning. Off. Yeah, it's already it's because it's burning at both candles. But uh, speaking of which, there's new DLC announced, and it's just man, it, that is probably underground. You get to go through sewers and tunnels. I like, mean, it's got a cool idea. Like a game like that to have randomly generated dungeons, quote unquote, is kind of a cool idea. I actually wouldn't mind that kind of shit in Destiny to be honest, like randomly generated dungeons that you could like get gear and loot from. Like that sounds kind of cool. But I feel like, yeah, but here's the thing. Like with destiny, there's a lot more room to play with level design and like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I really feel like they box themselves in when they're just like underground. It's yeah. The division. So aesthetically, it just doesn't like interest you at all. Like it's not, it's pretty bland. So to have that, yeah, it doesn't really like sway me to be like, oh, I want to do this all the time because I'm going to see all this cool new stuff. Like, no, you're going to see the same dark, dreary shit the whole time. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I don't know yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know. I don't have anything to say about Star Trek Bridge, so I, I no, can't say. either. Uh, Grow Home. Uh, Grow Home, South Park. Yeah, the South Park. Hmm. What's up, Sarah? What well, do you got to say about South Park? Not a whole lot. I didn't see anything on it, but I mean, you know, it's South Park, so there's no gameplay. Weird. Yeah, really? but if it was anything like Stick of Truth, like I'll, I'll be on board. I think they'll they'll I'll do a good job. It. It. It's just I just wish like well, Stick of Truth was really short, and there were certain elements uh-huh. of it that were just like eh. But I don't know. I don't know if they can get away with doing a second Stick of Truth, especially. I don't even know if they have the time or production budget to mm-hmm. do a, a second Stick of Truth. But like, I don't know. That's. The thing with uh, South Park is its uh, humor is starting to uh, hit its ceiling. Yeah, but you know, it's already been a year, right? So that's so I feel like Sick of Truth has been two years. No, no, no. Like the fractured but whole has been like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was announced a year ago, so they've been working on it. Well, you know, at least I would assume they've been working on it. I exactly. Who knows, man? And then finally. Uh, my personal like dig at this whole thing, no fucking mention, absolutely nothing about Beyond Good and Evil 2. And then people are shitting on that like left and right about its absence on social network. And then fucking, I, I never say his first name right, so you guys can just make fun of me all you want. But Eve Gilmore, uh, he was just like, nah, man, it's still a thing. We're still doing it. And it's like, it's become like the new Last Guardian. I don't fucking, I don't care anymore. God damn it. Uh, I, d- does Beyond Good and Evil even have like an HD option that you can digitally get? Did they ever do that? Like a, 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 uh, a, a Yeah, picture? there was. Uh, I think it was on Xbox 360, though. Oh, and PSN? Like, I kind of want to say it was on PSN as well. I don't know. I don't. It might be. It might be. You know what? I'm going to be that guy. I would, okay, I was, the, I was the staunch supporter of Last Guardian being a thing. Like, I know we joked about it, but I don't remember once giving a Pope on it. I remember everybody else did, though. And you know what? Now it's a thing. I am not going to have that that stalwart fucking... No. I Beyond Good and Evil 2 is not a thing anymore. I guarantee it. It's If anything, that was just merely said to placate the fucking foaming mouths that were essentially just shown uh, Watch Dogs 2. That was, that was the main... That was the meat of Ubisoft. Uh... Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Destiny Rise of Iron, which I know you are like fucking like just getting your peenie super stiff for. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. which we can. I'm at that. I'm at that 333 light level. I'm I'm about ready. So that's that's literally all Activision had. So that's cool. But I will say going to Call of Duty for just a brief moment when that gameplay started, I didn't know what it was. And then it kind of eventually turned into, oh, shit, this is Call of Duty. That was kind of cool. Like, I wasn't really expecting it to be like, I mean, no one cares about Infinite Warfare. And and then I kind of started watching. I was like, I didn't know what it was with, like, the actual, like, going into space. And and then eventually kind of, like, seeing the shooting, seeing the mechanics. I'm like, okay, shit, this is Call of Duty. Um, that was kind of interesting, though. Like, I, I mean, I've always liked Call of Duty campaigns for what they are. I never got into the multiplayer uh, really at all. But I actually kind of am looking forward to this campaign, but they've done that every year. I've always said that every year. I'm like, oh, this campaign looks cool. I'm going to check it out. And then it's it's just the same thing. But 
that was kind of just like them going into the actual gameplay without no, like not saying what it is, not saying, you know, you know, any kind of intro or anything like just kind of was interesting for a moment to be like, not sure what this game was. And then eventually figuring out it is Call of Duty. I just thought that was kind of a cool, you know, little extra thing they did. Yeah. I mean, mm. again, I don't want it to, you know, everybody it's hip to shit on Call of Duty. Really? It is. It is. Yeah. It's a cool thing to do for sure. But like at this point, I kind of feel like they've already they've already kind of done this. Like, yeah, you know, I I don't, man, I don't fucking know. I don't even really know. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't if know. anything, if we get if we get a Call of Duty Battlefield One next year, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. just throw in the towel and, re- like, I don't know. But at the same time, like, well, okay, I think this is an excellent opportunity to segue into uh, Microsoft. And I will personally, I'm going to go out and just blow it on right here and now. Like, the most impressive thing I saw out of Microsoft's uh, conference was We Happy Few, which I think that is the mm-hmm. direction of first-person games at this point to, like, just cinematic storytelling games or thrillers and adventure games uh, i mean there more and more we're seeing a lot of that happen and while i we we mentioned how like mirror's edge catalyst has kind of come and went which is sad i mean i i've gotten a chance to actually play it more i will have more discuss upon it. i don't know if i can get enough time to do a full-fledged review um being as that there's so many other reviews i mean i'm just now publishing some late ones and i have some uh you know current ones uh coming out of the work but yeah, but not to steer the topic uh, too far off. Uh, we happy few. What do you guys? What did you think about that, Sarah? Did you get a chance to check that out? I feel like this is something. Um, yeah, I think uh, like with Sony and Microsoft, I saw like nothing. Um, really, I I only heard about like the hardware stuff. Nothing so much about the games or like first party. But I mean, even so, the Xbox One is such a distant priority at this point for me well here's the thing it may just not be because like okay so let's talk about actually that first before we get into we happy few so it looks like microsoft's direction is because they i think they're kind of starting to let it sink in that they're the adoption rate of the xbox one is a little too far behind of that of the uh other consoles uh, available um that they're kind of integrating like this universal compatibility or, or just like anything that's coming out on Xbox one at this point is going to be on PC. So, uh, it's going to be a windows 10 game. So I, I don't know. How do you guys think about that? And like, I guess the other big reveal, which I don't know, it sounds, it sounds very Sega like it's weird. Um, and I don't know how successful this, like, format is going to be in, in in modern times but apparently the direction with uh microsoft is taking with xbox is xbox one is isn't going to be something that's uh faded out quickly i don't even know if it is going to get a fade out it is going to be a market option that is available along with like the games that are coming to it will also be exclusive so exclusive games that are going to be on xbox one will be also come to windows 10 so if it's going to come out on xbox one at this point you're going to see it on windows 10 as well and then finally, Scorpio, codenamed Scorpio, that's going to get its own exclusive 
slew of games, but it will play it will play Xbox One games entirely, like backwards compatible. So it'll basically be like the new 3DS of of hardware, where like it will or or I don't know. I see they were still it was they were so they weren't very... where base where basically it splinters the market and pisses everyone off. Uh, Project Scorpio is going to be just a PC. I swear to God. I open up the box. Sure it's, it, 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 it's just going to be a computer. It's going to be a computer. I mean, well, that's just what it sounds like. Thing. Well, okay. Did they even say that? It's, I mean, I guess they strongly inferred it um, that it was going to have like its own exclusive line of games. But yeah, they, they made like they, that was the big close off is that like, you know, yeah, we did just talk about unveiling new hardware that we are boasting mm. to be the world that such a fucking brazen statement. The world's I mean, strongest console. I'm um, happy that they at least get out there and they talk about it because with Sony, they've already confirmed that Neo is a thing, that 4.5 is a thing, but then had zero mention of it at their press conference. Microsoft at least came out and said, okay, like like right off the bat, Microsoft Do you Microsoft think they said, had a choice in a matter, though? Um, Yes, yeah. I think, honestly, I think that company could have at least talked about the S model. And then made no mention of Project Scorpio because it's not even out till 2017, anyways. Uh, just like Sony's not announcing Neo or 4.5 because that's not out till next year, anyways. Microsoft could have taken that and said, "Hey, well, it's not coming out till next year, so we're not talking about it." They at least let people know, "Hey, it's a thing." Just so you know, but we're not gonna tell you what it is. We're gonna be cryptic as all fuck about what it actually is. But at least they acknowledge it's a thing. I think it's treating the the community and the fan base with a little bit of like, Hey, like you're, you're fucking like mature enough to know this is the thing we're doing. We're not going to put wool over your eyes. We're not going to act like it's not there, even though we've already confirmed it. I I'm calling it right here. Now it's the connect 360. That's what, that's what it's going to be called. That's the final product. It's just going to be a new. Uh, uh, Yeah. Well, I think they're just going to stockpile a bunch of Xbox one connect sensors and then re-release them as a new thing. And people you know, would be like, oh shit. It's still I'm still one of those fucks that has his still connected. I still I, have my connect, yeah. I yeah. use it for Netflix all the time. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um so you kind of mentioned the exclusive of PC games and Xbox One games and things like that with like the you know, buy it on Xbox, you get it on PC. They're actually going even more so into that exclusive content for PC. Uh apparently Dead Rising Four is going to be exclusive on PC for the first 30 days and then release on Xbox One and then be on Xbox One for a year and then it goes to Sony. It's just, it's so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what better way to establish their PC market with playing out a title like a Dead Rising? That'd be almost like the equivalent of I, I, I don't there know. There is uh, no equivalent because it's, I mean, maybe, maybe Halo, Tomb Raider did them no Halo on PC, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The Tomb Raider exclusive stuff. Yeah. Not as much. I agree. Um, I. It, it, I mean, critically. I again. I gave that game like it, the game's very good. It's a very good. Yes. But it did not. Um, and I know Microsoft. And I know Phil Spencer has even talked about. Although they are looking at this like cross-play thing with like PC versions and Xbox One versions, they're actually talking about releasing their games again on Steam. So I wonder where that factors in. If you buy the PC version on Steam, is it able to be played on Xbox One? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. Just because like Valve does not have a very nice working relationship with um, Microsoft that I want to get. Yeah, but I feel like they're 
they're trying to establish this, hey, we'll let you play our games on any platform you want, any way you want. Like, they're trying to, like, get, you know, kind of, like, gain this audience of, like, hey, we'll let you play the games the way you want. We're not going to limit you. Um, and I think that kind of involves courting the PC market because they know that games for Windows fuck that all up. <laughs> so they need to figure out a way yeah. to kind of come back from that. So, well, you know, um, like, Sarah. Xbox One, completely off your radar. I mean, I know you were considering like getting one for certain imports, but probably like Raid and Five. I know we talked about briefly as well. Yeah, but I mean, does this concept, like the fact that you can technically play whatever Xbox One has exclusive to it on PC, and you got you got a fucking you got a nice rig there. Yeah, it needs an up. It needs a pretty heavy upgrade, actually. (laughs) Well, I I still can't even get Windows Ten to fucking work on my desktop. So yeah, I, I need it. Uh, I need to upgrade the processor and the uh, the graphics card. So you know, in in the grand scheme of things, I'd rather do that than spend uh, you know three, four, five hundred dollars on a console that'll only last me two and a half friggin' years. I but here's the thing. So yeah, they're not discontinuing support of the Xbox. Oh, they're not discontinuing support, but uh, there is going to be a fragmentation of the market because, as you say, there's going to be games that will only be uh, that will only use the increased power of that particular console. The older one won't support it. I I can't imagine that's the way they're going to go with that, though. I feel like if anything, they're going to go the way of what PC gaming is now, where the games made to be played on any PC. But it depends ultimately on your PC's performance and power to how well the game plays. Well, then that's kind of what I, I think. Don't but think yeah, that, that that minute upgrading in a, in a console space doesn't work. It works mm-hmm. on a PC space because it you, does, yeah, because yeah. you can swap out the parts easy, right? Right, and you, you, like you can get them for a decent platform, price too, like a full fledged ass platform or or add on. No, man, history has like history is defined that that shit does not work. Um, and what's up, Sega? Well, not even Sega, dude. Like, like the does anybody remember the add-ons that the 360 had? No, because they're yeah, all HD DVD. <laughs> they're all they're all bad. Um, the Connect is an add-on. Yep. Bad. I uh, guess guess what happened to that? Yeah, it it. I mean, it. I don't know. And then now, like the newest, I don't say. I don't even I don't want to call it an add-on. I want to call it an accessory because I don't know. But like now VR is coming and it's also weird. You mentioned uh, earlier, Andrew, that like Microsoft has been kind of like hinting at courting Oculus, which, you know, it would make sense, uh, especially given that Oculus did themselves no fucking favors by making the thing so goddamn difficult to even be compatible with, mm-hmm. like in it's in its full fledged market form. And like being as someone who has had like been fairly intimate with the Oculus, let me assure you, it's pretty dope. It's a dope fucking device, and like if if you play the right like there are games that like really make it something cool that really give it like a a healthy future. Um, but I mean that's going to amount to nothing if you have like such a as, as sarah put it a fragmentation of like who can get in on it and who can't within like the grand scope of things in, in terms of market share for video game players who are eventually going to want to move on to something bigger and cooler so i i don't know i could i could see the oculus being especially like you know with playstation vr g- gaining more and more traction i don't know though they're 
we'll I get really... to that when we talk about <clears throat> Sony because I really feel like at this point they're kind of shoving VR into things again that I don't see like and, and just and, as a side note, I, I really don't like VR. Like, I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about it. And I know that's a big have, trend, but fuck VR. Have you played it, though? Have you played it? Uh, yes, I've played some VR. And, well, it still gives me the same issues that I have with 3D, for one. And I know that it wasn't completely optimized. And I know the IPD was an issue, which is the, the distance between the pupils and your eyes. And I hate that word, pupil. Ugh. But really um, your gross word? And one of them, yeah. I did oh, not man. know that. You, sh- you should not have let us know that. <laughs> well, no, I, okay. I, I'm not going to be a dick. Uh, Andrew, I, there's no... I would, never. You will. I would <laughs> never. I would never. Uh, but, but for real, like, it's... I, what I really what really bothers me about VR is how everyone treats it as if it's it's a consumer device, but it is definitely not a consumer device not at, at that this price point. point. There's no, no fucking way. Yeah. Not well, it's not just the the price. There's all kinds of hidden costs as well. You've got to have a uh, you got to have a dedicated room that's large enough for you to move mm-hmm. about within it to properly use it. You've got to add add the controllers, the sensors, uh, a larger PC. And, you know, when it all comes straight down to it, you need to own a house that has this dedicated space, plus put like five, six thousand dollars into equipment. Hmm. Yeah, I dude, and I've already seen some VR fails where it's pretty bad. Like everybody's like people are fucking their shit up. Like it is no longer the rule that shins are meant to find furniture in the dark, which shins are your <laughs> fucking are now your barrier of contact when playing VR, which is the worst. But like, I, I don't know. I, again, I'm excited for it. And Qu- I quick think- side, quick side here. I took a super NES to the shin like two or three weeks ago and it was fucking terrible. It took a chunk straight out of it. It was awful. That's why you got a rock a SNES junior, dude. <laughs> I don't think Seriously. it would have. I don't think it would have made a difference if I'm honest. Oh, dude, those things are super light, though. Yeah, but shins are terrible things, right? Like you can tap it lightly, and you're like rolling on the floor in agony. Stupid shins. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Continue. Um, I, I don't know. I I feel like the the real like determining factor, kind of like, well, okay. Nintendo didn't necessarily set an accurate precedence for like the trend of motion gaming because like they did it and they did it really well and then they allowed for a forum of others to participate upon it and then they then opened up an avenue for like the others to get in on it and where again still very staunch and gladly so because it's one of the big. It, it led to it being one of the biggest proponents of PlayStation VR, which is the Move. And I can assure you, it it, it even fucking it it like the PlayStation VR wouldn't even be a, as big of a selling point had it not been for the continued support of the Move. So fucking good on that. But the point I was trying to make is that like there are certain factors that really just spelled like what the uh, shelf life was going to be on on these particular like choices of of game design and motion gaming had overstayed its its stay like quite a bit and then the connect did not help things so i feel like vr is still a very very new thing but the only thing that's stopping it is not necessarily like it's like it, it it's performance application but it's like real world 
adoption capabilities in terms of like having like just consumer friendly tech from a, from a price point uh, of admission uh, of people being able to actually even afford getting it. And that's the biggest appeal and draw to the play, PlayStation VR at the moment. The fact that like you have you have a machine in your house right now that can fucking use it. So it's only a matter of whether or not a lot of these games will actually justify like the the anticipation that people have gearing towards it because it's now like it's always been this like talked about thing like for years and years and years and and now we're getting closer to it or at the very least it's like the most feasible gateway towards it and it, it's just it's fucking weird to me that we're getting this and then we're already getting some gimmicky ass gimmicky fucking games at launch like Final Fantasy 15 VR, which does not need to be a thing. Yeah. It's, and from what I heard, super janky looking, right? It's yeah. not even jank. It's terrible. Like from like uh, an actual use of from playing it, just from colleagues that I've I've had discussion with. And another Batman Arkham VR, which I'm just like, I don't how even, you know? I think at this point you're going to really shit on whatever like goodwill fucking arkham i don't know i don't know man so like i i think it like in terms of microsoft the reason why they haven't pulled the trigger even though they've been like casually courting oculus is because it's all eyes are on sony and they they're pretty they're panking on it really strong and again from what i played awesome i like it but i'm not i'm not a regular i'm i'm not what the the demographic they they it, i'm like a, i'm a part of the demographic they already know will buy into it just out of the sake of that this is a this is a very uh, passionate thing in, in from many different angles the the general consumer though the the public that's a whole nother story and like i'm very curious to see out of the 40 million playstation 4s that are currently out there like how well the vr does and what sort of precedence it'll set going forward into the generation but anyway oh and hololens uh, well, Andrew mentioned it. That's I don't know what the fuck that's even, but that that was a no show at Microsoft. I yeah, we're gonna be. I know a guy that has one actually. He works with Microsoft around these oh, parts, yeah. and uh, like it's a five thousand dollar device. Ah, see, yep, that's all I was telling them. So expensive. Yeah, even he said this is definitely not a consumer device. It's so not. it's not. Yeah, it's, it's applications are made for things other than just playing video games. It's like a hospital thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a hospital thing. It, it, it's like yeah, it's surgery. <laughs> I really man. hope that's on the back of the box. It's like a <laughs> dude box quote thing. from Sayer. Uh, who else but Sayer? Oh yep. man, telling it like it is. It's like a hospital thing. <laughs> now with dialysis. I, I want that to be our tagline for the E3 coverage. It's like a hospital. It's thing. It's like now. a hospital thing. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> uh, Perfect. So good. Mm. Well, um, yeah. Aside from that. Uh, so stepping out of the uh, hardware, man. Um, let's talk about some of the original games that Microsoft had because there were there there was three that I know of. Um, well, actually more than that. Let's see. We've got Sea of Thieves, Scalebound, Recore, and Happy Few. So that's four. Four. Oh, and Inside five. Five original games, and Inside wasn't even really. It didn't get its own exposure. It was just thrown into the uh, ID at Xbox montage, which, you know, I, let you know, I, I don't know how much 
care they're really starting to foster into that because like I don't know, Microsoft, like, made this big deal about really, really giving a shit about indie games, and now that and, everybody's doing and, it... And, especially... and, and Sony did, too, but then, like, you don't see hardly any of that being talked about this year. Yeah, well, I think it's just because, like, at this point, is it weird that, like... And again, I don't know, maybe it, this is probably going to sound like... I don't want to say hipster, and I hate it. I hate when that word even <laughs> like gets thrown at me. But I love like, it. Elitist, or... that's the only way I refer to you nowadays. I hate you. I know. Um, <laughs> it's all right. But I feel like indie games are in a position, uh, in terms of like, I don't know, the attention or like the the, the command of presence that they have, and like the support that like Microsoft and Sony's already given them. That they kind of don't, they they almost promote and sell themselves, like which they are meant to do, but almost to a point where like they don't get a lion share the spotlight the way they used to because now they are a thing, and I'm glad they're a thing. I want them. I kind of wish they still got the support that like or the big focus that they used to get, but now not so much. Like, well, I will say that Microsoft definitely spent more time because like they still at least spent like five, like well maybe not so much five, but at least three minutes talking about the idea at Xbox movement, and they had a montage. Sony, Sony was all AAA titles, like all like fucking mm-hmm. big titles. I mean, but then again, that might be a lot of stuff that maybe was on the show floor that we didn't see, um, yeah, through streams and through just the normal presentations. Because I know a lot more was shown for like Cuphead, and um, I, I know they talked about a lot of their early access games, uh, which they were gonna add. The one you were speaking about earlier that got added, or that's going to be added to early access. The their preview. Is- which is We Happy Few and We uh, Happy Few, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's uh, that's going to be on Xbox Preview and, and Ark's still in there, of course. Oh my god! I and they're going through like a huge lawsuit fiasco. Ooh, I would, really? Yes. So that's when I saw that, I'm just like, why are you even promoting this right now? There's like a that's lot of conflicts. Huge. Fucking everyone loves Ark right now. It's like the new it's Minecraft. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, all right. I got down on Ark for a hot minute, and I yeah, can yeah. tell you, it is. I don't know if it's for me. Or at the very least, I enjoyed it. I do not have the time. I, I just I don't. Mm. I don't even have the time for something like Monster Hunter. How the fuck yeah. am I gonna have the time yeah. to like craft weapons out of my own shit, mm. like my own literal feces, uh, and and then like just spend like three hours like building a fucking like a tomahawk without like having to worry about getting killed by other players. I don't have I don't have that kind. Of, I I think I leveled up to like within an hour. I leveled up to seven. Which you can't say that about like some other contemporaries, but like it, it was just enough to realize like this isn't for me. But yeah, it is. It is still getting attention. I just I was not. Su- I was surprised that it would get like that sort of call out from Microsoft, given the legal situation that they're in. Especially the fact that like this isn't an exclusive of any kind. I mean, you can readily get this on like Sony platforms as well, mm. and especially PC platforms, which. By and large, the interface for that game is way better suited for a PC than it is for a controller. Like it, it just is. So I, I still find it weird. It's it, again, actually, that was the most apt description you could have given it, Andrew. It's in terms of Minecraft, just like Minecraft on consoles is shit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. But we happy few. Uh, that is going to be on preview. I, I, I can't imagine. I, I would say definitely not as long as an hour. Only because that looks like such a narrative-driven game that, like, putting too much... Or, or, but who's to say that whatever they put in preview form will be able to make it into the final cut? Uh, won't just be something that's left on the cutting floor? Who knows? Um, 
But yeah, aside from that, Scalebound, which, man, Kamiya, oh, dude, he just came out there so proud of showing us which, what essentially looks. I don't... I have to say I'm really underwhelmed. Is that, is that I mean, is that a, mm. a bit too... I mean, for me, I'm not really too sold on the game regardless. So to me, that's kind of a moot point. Like, I mean, isn't there like a super heavy emphasis on multiplayer in that? Uh, the whole thing can be played co-op is what I hear. Yeah, but it's it's just Devil May Cry, but with. Yeah, you know, like I, 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 I've seen a lot of the people saying that, like, the main protagonist is trying too hard to be Dante. It, dude, no, he is Dante. He's oh, Christ. He, with Beats by Dre, no less. Or sure, as Alyssa, sure. our writer, our fellow writer at PPR, mentioned affectionately, Beats by Dante. I was just about to say, yeah. Yeah, I'd Alyssa, buy this. I'd buy this. That. She beat you to the goof. Um, Man, it just, there's something about it that just, like, I, I feel like, and this is weird. Okay, it's weird for me because Platinum... There are two types of platinum games that now exist. The ones that get the real love and then the, like the laziest fucking bullshit platinum games like Anarchy Reigns, bullshit platinum game, Legend of Korra, bullshit platinum game. And while I haven't been able to play enough of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it is kind of looking like it's going to fall into that camp. Weirdly enough, Transformers is like one of their like I would say better design games, Bayonetta, etc., etc. Is uh is the new Nier game coming out? Is that platinum, or am I just thinking that? I th- I've been seeing that that's platinum and like. But it's Square Enix published though, right? Right. I don't even remember who developed the original Nier. I don't I either. Love. I love that goddamn. Sequel game. looks kind of dope, or whatever the next one's going to be. I don't know if it's a sequel or not. Oh wait, Nier Nier was uh, developed by Cavia. Yeah. See, mm. so. But no, but near Automa or Automata mm-hmm. is being developed by Platinum. So that is a weird game. But like what's even weirder about it, like the more I saw, is that um, it is a they're uh, spinning it off it like it. It's basically like at first it was presented as like a pure sequel to Nier, but it is um well I don't know apparently Nier is also a spinoff of Dragon Guard but I don't remember yeah that's what I've heard mm-hmm. I don't I I've played through Nier and um I don't I don't remember anything having to do with Dragon Guard per se, but I didn't beat Dragon Guard. But in fact, oh well, holy shit, it is a spinoff of Dragon Guard. That's fucking. I say pro- pro- probably three because it seems like a lot of the uh, stuff no, it's spinoff. According according to the official lore, uh, Near is the spinoff of Dragon Guard's fifth ending. Uh, so a, a, uh, it is okay. it is an Elseworld spinoff. Which oh is shit! Even, <laughs> that is the most. Really that's really fucking well. That's like the that, weird yeah. thing about Nier is that the whole premise is very Elseworldsy, and I think I've already said too much just by saying that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. But Platinum is developing the sequel, which I don't. I don't know. I, I, I would Platinum say, does every game now at this point. Yeah, and like, and but the what's wrong with that is that they don't do every game well. Mm. So because they also 
they also helped develop Star Fox Zero, did they not? They did. Yeah, and that video is coming out soon too. We did a play play on that, and you you'll get to hear what me and Sarah have to think about it. Um, yeah. Oh man, I totally forgot about that. But um, going back to Scalebound, I don't. I don't know. I'm feeling if this is and this was like the game that like really, um, like the 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 platinum stalwarts, like the do the people who are really really, uh, looking forward to, or are. I would say the dedicated, the, the very dedicated uh, individuals, especially, are looking forward to out of out of this studio and Kamiya. And then, like, I, I don't, I, I feel like among all the other games on that stage, that it wasn't, it didn't really leave any groundbreaking impressions with me, which is, it's a bit troublesome. It didn't look like it was fucked though. It just looked, I don't know, it re- looked really hackneyed. So who knows? Um. Happy few. I mean, we've gone into that before, but it, I I got a really big Bioshock vibe. Yeah, that. and actually, I think it's ex Bioshock developers. I think I think I think it's like former Irrational. I really or, 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 or maybe to like Two K Marin or something like that. But I think it is ex Bioshock guys. That would make sense. But mm-hmm. like, I really I don't know the premise of it too, and like actually touching upon like uh, mental illnesses or having a theme of like you know, uh, medication and, and treatment of that, uh, within its gameplay or its storytelling. I, I don't know, dude, that was a very, it's been so long since I've been like haunted by like a a trailer like that, like that pinata scene. Holy shit, dude. That was, uh, that, that took me back a bit. And then it just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really curious to see how it goes maybe. And like, funny enough, um, the gameplay shown uh, didn't have any any sort of player agency in terms of violence, just more like evasion. So who knows if it's going to be that kind of adventure game where you don't like go out and kill things. You just survive and do things. That would be that'd be interesting. I'd I'd be down for that. Sort of like the uh, you know gone home where you can die. Um, who knows? So anyway, yeah, that was a uh, we the happy few. Um, Sea of Thieves. I don't really know how to feel about that. Mm. That looks interesting, though. Every time they say it's got Destiny-like properties to it, it makes me pause for a moment. And I, I don't think that's obviously what they're going with it. But, um, I don't know. Rare doing a game that's multiplayer seems kind of interesting. I just hope that maybe it, it pans out. Like, the concept of it, like, ultimately is something that's worth playing for a long time. But, I don't know. It's... I'm not really super big on Rare or Pirates, so I guess I'm not super sold on that game. But I'm big on I know, both. I, I know people that yeah, I know people that like both, so maybe that's gonna be the game for them, which is cool. For sure. But alright, so let's go to the other new game, which again yeah, Recore, um it it looks interesting and I like the fact that it incorporates like different power it, it, to me, alright, I you know, I don't mean to sound like a bit of a, a downer, but it kind of looks like if KG Nafune is doing like a steampunk version of Cameo. So, and I'm, we're talking about Cameo, like the rare platformer from 360. That's the vibe I'm getting with it. Um, hopefully, it it does and looks cooler than that. It looks neat, but it's it's nowhere near Horizon Zero Dawn levels. So, 
Yeah, everything else is literally just fucking sequels. Uh, Forza Horizon 3, which uh, surprised me because I totally forgot about Forza Horizon 2. Uh, then there was Halo Wars 2, which uh, we will have a play play out on. Not much to talk about there. And then Gears of War 4, which, holy shit, that's the thing. And then nothing about uh, Halo 6, thankfully. I think yeah. uh, Halo Wars is covering the Halo quota. <laughs> and uh, then uh, Crackdown 3 was like no, barely nothing. nothing. Yeah, Nothing at all. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. That was Microsoft in a nutshell. I mean, they, I think shit that uh, excited you about Microsoft was the shit that they did not mean to. And then, if anything, uh, Scorpio just raised more questions. So let's go. Let's move on to Sony. So yeah, God of War 4, or, well, I mean, it's not 4, but everybody was really confused whether or not it was a reboot, but it is It is a game that is taking place in the same universe, and it's a sequel to 3. It is taking place after 3, and you get to be uh, a dad, a really sweet, cool, it, it, it is just, it's strange. How do we feel about this direction? You were mentioning it was like Dark Souls-y. I mean, yeah, it seemed like with the combat against the particular boss in the demo definitely felt like Dark Souls to me um, with like the very specific pacing, the waiting for an attack and then countering Uh, definitely wasn't the hack and slash that we expect from a God of War game from the past, you know, where like there wasn't really much in the way of strategy involved with the combat. It was just let's just hit a bunch of buttons and fuck shit up. Um yeah, like, and you you mentioned Last of Us several times when you described the new God, uh, God of War, and I do get that a lot. I think from a maybe a narrative standpoint and just how it's presented, especially with his son, uh, definitely get that Joel and Ellie kind of vibe. Uh, and it, it's definitely slowed down a lot, um, which yeah. I, I like. There's I like, like, there's like really characterization, like mm-hmm. real characterization with God or with Kratos. The very best thing about that, and this was actually pointed out to me by a friend, but um, as you're watching that demo being played, as he's talking to his son and his son is like not understanding how to like hunt or how to shoot the bow and arrow, Kratos's uh, rage meter starts to build up a little bit. And I never noticed that until they pointed it out because I honestly, I honestly thought it was just like a loading screen thing. But no, it's actually his rage meter building up as he's trying to like talk to his son about how to do this and he's not getting it. Like, I thought that was such a smart fucking idea. Like, very, very not obvious, but, like, that's cool. Like, he doesn't know how to take care of his son. He doesn't know how to relate to him as a dad. Like, all he knows is I fuck shit up and I kill stuff. And so every time he's in these situations where he's trying to be a father, you know, trying to console his son after he's taken down, you know, this kill, uh, instead of, like, kind of patting him on the back or giving him some kind we of comfort. reach for him, but, yeah, and then... Yeah, you... and then, then, then he said he reaches for the, the dagger and pulls it out of the carcass of the thing they just took down. Like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know how to be... He only knows how to be a god. He doesn't know how to be a human. He doesn't know how to be a father. And I like the idea of them exploring that. Like, if that's what the main narrative of that game is, on top of everything else that's going on, that's cool. Like, God of War seems to me always 
being such a mindless game. It's just he's pissed off, he kills stuff, and he's pissed about what happened to his family. Like, there's no depth to that. And now he's got a chance to start over, and he doesn't know how. And and, and it seems like there is going to be progression with that character and with the supporting characters on top of this new world, this new... Like, you got to imagine he's going to fuck shit up. He's going to probably take on... Well, okay, so we can get into a whole other topic on this, but you obviously think, okay, it's Norse mythology, so he's going to take on Thor and Loki at some point. But apparently, from a lot of rumors and speculation of God of War, a lot of people think that God of War, uh, Kratos is actually going to become Odin, and his son is Thor. And I like that fucking idea. Like, I really like that concept. So... I, that's just rumors and speculation, but if that ends up being what it is, that's actually kind of fucking cool. That's really fucking cool, right? I can I can get behind that too. Yeah, me too, me too. Especially <laughs> within the setting, it. and yeah, I I just if anything though, within like the Norwegian like area, I I hope they don't put themselves into a box over like what they can do visually with the environments. But what they showed was awesome. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, because um, I felt like they did that a lot with three. And then Ascension, which, oh, man, Ascension, mm, what a fucking yeah. waste of time that was. Yeah, um, I, think that, I think that's when they finally realized that, like, we've gone to the well too many times. We yeah, no, we went to the well, and then we gave it multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't why, know. Why not? Why I, not? I'm going to play that multiplayer tonight. You guys just fucking wait. Um, but anyway, yeah, very excited. And it, I don't know. It's it's definitely, I, I'm cool with, like, taking games in, like, wild... Like, you know, it worked for Tomb Raider. It worked really well for Tomb Raider. Yeah. So... I like I, them taking a chance on something and trying something radically different to kind of mix things up. I, I appreciate that quite a bit. Um, so I'm very interested in that now because of it. Okay, so Last Guardian. I mean, we've talked about this game so much. I think the it's, only thing we can really say is it's coming out. And we're looking it has a date. To it. it has a date. Awesome. We'll see how... It, well, when I can play it, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Resident Evil 7 was a huge surprise because I had no yeah. idea that was going to be a thing. And we're going to we've we're going to cover the demo extensively. So I feel like any discussion really at that point will just save for. I mean, I know we're I, I think it'd be best. Yeah, we could definitely talk about that in the play play. But I will say it's definitely in, it's encouraging that like Resident Evil is going back to a, a horror route instead of a like macabre route, especially after six and and just like the weird direct like resident evil so desensitized where you know didn't what 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 is evil here what is going on it Mm -hmm. like dead rising was vision you know what i mean when 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 that which is supposed to be like the big comedy game when that one's kind of going in a weird which by the way dead rising 4 again that's and with frank um weirdly enough Gravity Rush 2 was at the show, but not on the conference. Uh, trailer is out. I suggest watching it. I'm really happy that a game is getting a sequel. Uh, the Quantic Dreams new game is yes, probably Detroit. like... Yes. Yeah. That's probably like my game... That's like one of my... like I wouldn't say game of shows, but it's definitely one of my like big surprises that I'm really yeah, enjoying. I'm completely in agreement. Absolutely. Uh, I, I like that... that I guess it's not a playthrough because it seems like it's all like just a trailer just with gameplay mixed in. But um, I like how they take that one that one situation and then break down how many, how many multiple boil down. Just Absolutely. Like, yeah. Well, OK, but what happened to that fucking weird ghost game that like 
Quantic was doing. I'm not talking about Beyond. Remember, there's like another one they're doing, or or am I literally talking about Beyond? Uh, you might be because I remember the last thing they showed after Beyond Two Souls had come out, they showed like the the trailer of like the person that's like ex machina, like that kind of whole thing with like you're a robot, but you're kind of like turning into a human. Like they showed oh, that as like and, a tech and demo. Detroit. Okay. Yeah, oh, and that eventually shit. became. Oh my Detroit, god, but, I but, am but, thinking about Beyond. Holy. Yeah, shit. but yeah, but that was like a tech demo of like what they were doing with the engine and what they had planned uh, with mocap, but it never was turned into anything specifically until until now. Like we yeah. knew Detroit was going to be a thing, but we, this is the first time we've seen a lot of the gameplay. Um, yeah, I like that a lot as a fan of those like you know morality driven kind of games and like how your decisions and, and things you say and do will outcome the, you know, I the can actual... only imagine how it's supposed to affect you. Like, I wonder if there's just things that like come into effect that you have no control of to your own character. Like, you know what I mean? I, that, maybe, that, that, that I mean, I, I guess like, are you the Android the entire time through this game? Or is that just one storyline that you're playing out? Are you're the Android the entire lines? time. Okay. It's all I definitely, I, I, I definitely get like a blade runner, you know, kind of, uh, mentality to it which i like but i guess maybe it's just like maybe it's blade runner but at like this is like the side of the android instead of the other way around um i would have liked to seen maybe a storyline within detroit where like it's the other option where like you're a human or like at least like, be that part of the storyline um, uh insomniac games is going to make a spider-man game that's really fucking weird but cool i keep on confusing myself and thinking it's sucker punch no, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I you know I keep, I, I keep on thinking like, oh, it's, it's from the guys that made Infamous. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know what's weird? Like, oh, yeah, it's exactly. I, I would probably be more excited if it was Sucker Punch. To be, I kind of would be too, yeah. Yeah, Insomniac Games, though, I'm not shitting on them, but like, I feel like they are they are not as infallible as people are making that to be. Like, god damn. I, what I, if, I, I really like Sunset Overdrive, but I know that's not a game that's been critically or like received well by no, it was it was it's okay. It really is I like I, I liked I, it, but I liked it because what was the other dumb Insomniac game that was a shooter? It was Fusion or F- Fuse? Fuse, yeah. Fuse, yeah, the four-person co-op game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? Um, uh, Battlefront's getting some X-wing VR missions. I'm kind of stoked about that. Yeah, VR. It's, it looks like a bunch of cool little content, and then like they didn't. They were really sparse over showing off anything new. Um to like like new exclusive games but they did mention there's gonna be 50 titles that you can like get access to it when it launches in october i i feel like if resident evil 7 can be that killer app for vr if that does well i think that definitely opens the floodgates for other games it to come to that platform sense. it would make mm-hmm. absolute total sense um final fantasy 15's also got a date that's nice yep, yep. um dude i'm we're all looking forward to it are are you looking forward to it sir oh yeah definitely so did you did you get a chance to actually play like the demo? Uh, I watched uh, Deiruna play it extensively. Yeah, I, that that floor has wicked texturing. <laughs> yeah, that whole game. I you know, but the VR man, I yeah, I can't wait I, I'll, for that. I'll skip it. <laughs> yeah, that I can't wait Call. for that to fall flat on its face. Yeah. Um, man, if you want to talk about like some of the, <laughs> I've never seen like such a, a like. Such a like heated like like fucking big like uh, like a pop building anticipation and just like crowd like getting visibly excited for like the buildup 
of, of an announcement like they did for Crash Bandicoot, only to see it instantly mm. deflate the moment the word remastered yep. was used. Yep. And also, uh, you know, right? I think uh, that uh, that Final Fantasy seven one that they did. Remember when it was just the PC version? Oh, I nope. do. When it was the Square Enix, uh, like the main <laughs> Square Enix thing. Yeah, I do. Right on par, right? <laughs> Well, Aww. all right, don't shit on the Crash Bandicoot Skylanders inclusion. No, don't get me wrong. I want it. I want the Skylander, but that's all I want. You it, you have to get Skylanders Imaginators. It's going to be mm, like the Donkey pass, Kong. Pass. Pass. What? Why? Because I don't I don't want to draw Skylanders or whatever <laughs> you have to but do. But then you get to put them in cool crystals and then use them but, like Trap Team Monsters. But I want to do that. Whatever, man. I want Crash Bandicoot. Just give me that one. Just give me that. Uh, actually, you know what? No. Just make a Crash Bandicoot amiibo. Just make that happen. And then we're good. Oh, oh boy. Come on. Activision can do it. It's for the NX, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the even weirder thing is that like Sony's just like, we've got like it's really weird that they're like they, they have to like they're playing ball with Spider-Man, but now they gotta like be on the receiving end of a very Spider-Man situation. With Crash Bandicoot, which is so funny to me, um, but yeah, that that was a that was a weird point of the conference. Um, and then Death Stranding, which Jesus, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. let I think this will be the last Sony thing to really talk about because like, uh, yeah, I think well, it's definitely no, the, Hor- the most okay. talked about thing. Actually, I want to talk a little bit about Horizon. What do you guys think about Horizon? Because like, here's a weird thing. Okay, it's done by the same fucking people who did uh, Killzone. Mm-hmm. So that really worries me. There, it like Killzone. It's it's always something been something really pretty to look at, but nothing too special. Um, I've gotten similar uh, responses to where like people are saying that this might just be the PlayStation 4's uh, Heavenly Sword, which I really really hope is not the case because we all remember how impressed we were by Heavenly Sword and then what happened. Um, I've been hearing a lot of good from people who did get an opportunity to play it and it looks incredible and also in terms of its playability uh, it kind of looks like it's going to be a a little monster ranching version of of um because what are what are some other games where you can just tame animals to fucking do whatever you want uh shadow mordor yeah that one yeah forgot yeah Yeah, sure you'll throw that one in but like what about pokemon (laughs) Uh, <laughs> let's be honest are they animals or are they i don't i don't even know at this point the the, the, the pokemon they? that they've shown off so far are maybe they're animal-like. like digimon sure oh well Monsters. no you mean the mecha- <laughs> the mechanical creatures in horizon sure, yeah, they are yeah. they're all like yeah they're all very animal like in fact that was like a big story point it's just like oh these aren't like and then it looks interesting it, i mean visually it is breathtaking and it's interesting and then as far as the playability, I don't know. I mean, there, I think, I think there might be some points where the game might wear out uh, what exactly it's all about. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious to see if it this could be potentially a new franchise that Sony can build off of that isn't anything like Killzone because like I, it, Killzone was always that weird like why is this still a thing? I've never I've never really understood. It, still to this day, of whether or not Killzone was actually a successful series, like I, I don't know. I think I think Sony just really wanted it to be like they just pushed it and like lived in denial for so long. Um, 
but yeah, there is Horizon, and uh, aside from that, Gran Turismo. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport, I believe, is what it's called, right? I don't... Man, I, I think don't... that's correct, yeah. Yeah. Think, but no, cars, I don't know. Cars, cars. yeah. It, that's it. It was just a trailer. There is no, there is no gameplay shown, which is very... It's, just, it's not surprising. Okay, so finally, yeah, let's talk about Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Man... I, I still can't believe that people are still talking about this. Because, like, yeah, it looks interesting, but, like, I you have no idea what this is. No clue. Like, none. And I, I you know. But, it, but is that his whole, was that his purpose? Is that his plan all along? Well, is to make this cryptic-ass cryptic thing and then just let people speculate about it for months? Yeah. I And, who you know, you do know it's an original IP. I, I mean, that much I think he accidentally let slip, but he also very much confirmed he is not doing, this is not a teaser or like a cryptic thing. This is this is the game. It's just that he may, he had such a weird fucking presentation, like what is the baby? What What's up with the oil? Why all the dead fish? Who are those floating ass like fucking Dune motherfuckers? Oh my God, what if this is like Dune? Maybe, like maybe, oil, maybe, maybe it's his new Dune. Yeah, oil is the spice. <laughs> Well, apparently from what I've kind of just gathered from other people talking about this and kind of just speculation online, the term of stranding is the uh, the thing that happens when like whales are kind of like washed up ashore and kind of makes sense with like how like the, you know, the depiction of like the whales and the things being washed up ashore. So the stranding in that sense has some meaning. Um, I don't know. I feel like Kojima lately just has a weird thing with the whales. Maybe. Dude. The dude at the beginning of Metal Gear 5 is named Ahab. Um, Mm. There's a giant flaming whale. The whole whole Moby Dick thing from the original, like, teaser of uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. I like Moby Dick was, like, the publisher or the developer or whatever it was initially. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Mm. like, a weird, yeah, there's a weird, he's got a thing for whales. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, anyway, um, I... What are the things around Norman Reedus's neck? Are they flash drives? Are they dog tags? Like, well, he's also got like a the... handcuff, and then yeah. like th- there was also a weird scene that like focused in on his stomach having the a C-section. Cross- yeah, and then again, oh, that is the weirdest C-section I've ever seen. But it's definitely well, a big one, and well, do- you know, with baby, kind of, yeah, yeah, the the baby, um, babies. babies. Yeah, but I I don't I can't imagine what it is, but like I'm kind of worried that like it's guaranteed success just because of not so much of what the game presents, but because of the person behind it and mm-hmm. whatnot, which is weird because like I don't know I there are still people out there like me personally, Phantom Pain's cool, it's cool, that's all that's all I can say. I don't think Metal Gear has blown me away since Snake Eater, and like I go back. Guns of the Patriots was really good, and then you go back and play it. It's not that cool the second time around. Um, uh, fucking what is it? Wa- Peace Ops or fucking Peace Walker? Peace Walker's cool. Um, but nothing too mind blowing. I don't know. I I just I don't know. I feel like this is going to be. It I I feel like there's not enough to bank the sort of anticipation people are giving it. Like I. I I want Kojima to succeed, but like Kojima- I, I, I do too. But I think this is going to be him going full circle with his goal to make a game that's just fully cinematic and nothing but like two-hour-long cutscenes, and that's the entire game. 
it's just gonna be mo capped Norman Reedus doing this shit for two hours at a time. I and you'll have minimal gameplay. But how will you know? How I don't know, because like Snatcher is really cinematic. Going back and thinking about it, but like I don't know, I don't know how well that that thing will do in a climate. I think I think it's just it's too weird. But I'm glad. I'll, I'll play it. I'll play I will. It. I I, I, I I think that he. I, th- I think what happens, I think that if you do get someone like a Norman Reedus on board to be like in the game, uh, obviously you bring that star appeal and people maybe will play it just based on the person in it. The thing I like most about this, though, with Norman Reedus, like he gets the situation. He gets what's been happening with Kojima. He gets what happened with PT. And he kind he's of is part vocal. of that. I'm pretty, I can't and, imagine and, and, how and he's much... vocal about it, too, which is like good because it's not just an actor collecting a paycheck on job he did. It's not like Keith or Sutherland like getting paid to be the voice of Snake or Big Boss and then just be like, okay, like I really don't care what's going on. But like Norman Reedus is kind of involved. He gets what's going on. He's like passionate about it. And I think if this does well, it not only lets Kojima like basically, you know, get a blank check for whatever he wants to do, it does give those games more, I guess, more leverage to be taken seriously or at least more opportunities because there's actors that care about the project too they're not doing it just for a paycheck what do you think sir well i don't know um i didn't get to see the actual trailer i've only seen like stills of it um i don't know it's uh i gotta admit i love that i love the musical score it's very it's very haunting it's i i suggest uh highly that you watch it um i will say visually super striking it's probably oh yeah like it's like uh, at first i didn't think that it, it it's it's to the point like at a glance nowadays that uh, that games can look as photorealistic as like a, a movie still and i mean at first i thought he was just in like some sort of role in the walking dead if i'm honest but uh upon closer inspection the hashtag said otherwise so I think it like just from looking at the stills on social media, it looks really good. Um, we'll have to see what Kojima does with it. Obviously, nothing's guaranteed, but um, you know it's definitely something to, to pay attention to, if nothing else. I, yeah, I mean, I just kind of wish I had a little bit more. Like, no matter how weird uh, Metal Gear got over the years, there was some sort of expectation. I'm, I'm just, I'm honestly. I'm a little frightened at like, I feel like Kojima had like a bit of a, I think that's what it is. I think that's, what's really throwing me off is that like, he had a bit of restraint because there were people who he had to answer to. And like, Sony's just like, dude, you do you dog. You do you. We'll get you the money and like, everything will be cool. And I'm just like, I don't know how good of an idea that is. I just, I don't. And like, if the trailer is indicative of that, cool. It, it's it's so, it is it is not guaranteed the success that I think people are giving it. That I think that's what it is. Or maybe I'm just too fucking jaded. I don't know. But something about it is a little fishy to me, and I don't say that to be funny. I'm just fucking like, I I don't know. Anyway, well that was Sony. Um, let's go ahead and cap off with Nintendo, and you know. There is a bunch of other little tiny... There's even a new property being announced for the 3DS, but who the fuck cares? Because Legend of Zelda, yeah, Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Um, 
Sarah, now Nintendo was something that you definitely kept an eye on. And especially with the fact that you, I'm so happy that the Wii U has like a carved little nice hole in a good hole for it to live in, in your heart. Mm, I'm really looking forward to Tokyo Mirage sessions. (laughs) I, that's a weird choice. I, 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 well, not really. It's persona, right? For all intents and purposes. Is it really, though? Like, I don't, it really think, is, I don't think yeah. it's a Persona or Fire Emblem at this point. I mean, the thing. combat is very Persona. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, the interface is gorgeous, too. Like, the UI yeah. elements oh. through, through the whole thing is fantastic. But the Fire Emblem stuff, all it really is, is just that you summon Fire Emblem characters? Yeah, like, more or less. They, they call it Performa. So, like, there's another link uh, right there, right? You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying. So Of course, of course. Uh, it's it's going to be good, I think. Um, at the very least, it'll be good. You know, I'm holding out hope that it'll be great, but it's... I think they need a really good RPG on Wii U, and I don't think Xenoblade yeah. did it, so I think this might be their best chance, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Well, mm. Xenoblade, I think, did it for a small selective. It's too Xenoblade's problem is it's too big, and like that, that, that UI is just so fucking clunky all over. Oh the yeah, the like, UI is also bullshit. Yeah. It's also bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Um, but speaking of too big, so Sarah, yeah. his his main complaint. Or, or I don't say complaint. I'd say apprehension is the size of Breath of Wild, and why is it's it's, it's really fucking big. <laughs> that is that is. 100%. It's only slight, only slightly smaller than uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, is what they're saying, which already is bigger than like Grand Theft Auto Five, Fallout Four, and like what The Witcher combined. Well, yeah, like but that. okay. Here's the thing: a lot of the terrain in Xenoblade isn't really all that trackable and a lot of it's just i think that's the thing a lot of it's filled with fucking negative space like it's all just dead space it's just there like it's it's just there for perspective more than it is for exploring it didn't seem like it was the case in breath of the wild from what we saw like there was yeah he was they were climbing on everything (laughs) yeah motherfucker was like it it, you know goddamn Ezio up in this bitch just climbing up shit and and then shield surfing but sewer surfing shield surfing um, sorry, I can't help myself. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I definitely think it's really weird that like Zelda came full circle and started taking on a lot of conventions that it, modern conventions that it, uh, actually, uh, ironically inspired from its original games. And it's very much kind of going back, like super going back to the roots of the original where like, it's, it's insane to me that, like, Zelda's become this, like, huge story-heavy game, and it really is, and, like, they're saying that that's, that's no exception with Breath of the Wild, and yet you can basically finish this game at a pace to where the, the story can just take a, a back seat to, like, the exploration and discovery, and you can even accidentally beat the game without fucking finishing the story. <laughs> that's insane to me. Like, I, you know... It's a it's a huge departure from like where they originally took Zelda with Skyward Sword, which is the last real like new new Zelda game. Um, like it's the exact opposite because Zelda Skyward Sword was very a, a fragmented, linear, very much like we have like big areas and small spaces that like they are connected in different ways and like you know you it, it's a very micromanageable game. And this one. I, you know, I, there's so much shit that I was seeing just in a demo and I was just like, what are, so those caves, you can go over there, that mountain. Yeah. All of it. You can climb it. This is, you can sneak up. You can grab these horses. Yeah. You can eat, eat that meat, which I wouldn't <laughs> trust, dude. I would not trust a single thing eaten by fucking moblins. Like really though. We, like that's, that's why not? It's a secret to everyone. 
this fucking guy. Um, well, I don't know. I always they they kind of imply that moblins are like carnivores towards people. Like they, they I wouldn't say cannibals, but they like fucking eat people. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, they, they call it long pig. God damn it! True. Um, but I okay. <laughs> it's the other way, me. Hey, Jesus. Uh, I think, I think Zelda will be able to scratch an itch that people have wanted to see with it. But like, my concern is whether or not. Anima and the rest of the development team can actually handle something of this size. And it's weird, too, because, like, this is definitely, like, the most visually stunning thing I've seen on the Wii U. Like, by and large. Like, and, like, I think it has a lot to do with the art style, too, which... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cell Shane has really taken it a long way, right? I was gonna say, same thing, man. I'm just so happy that they're taking, like, a Wind Waker approach to it. That, to me, is... That sells the game to me right there, just to embrace that art style and how it makes the game timeless like you can still play wind waker now and it just it still looks good so this game years from now you know 10 15 years it'll still look good because of that 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 attention to that aesthetic like good on them like i'm really glad that's the way they took it yeah but like it is definitely like it was really weird because like zelda like people are shooting on nintendo uh, for only really showcasing Zelda in E3 and putting the focus on it, and it it really stole the show. I'd have to say if there is one game that was talked about more than anything else, it was Breath of the Wild. And uh, I will state, and we won't get into it because we don't have a lot of time left. Um, you know, as far as the female option, we could just discuss that another time. Um, All these after-hour shows, man. Yeah. Well, no, that can just go into the yeah, next. That part right yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but, like, in terms of, like, the fact that, I mean, exploration has always been, like, the biggest theme for Zelda, and then they really strayed from that, and they started focusing on, like, just level design on, like, a smaller, more concentrated scale. I I kind of feel like, in doing that, while they were able to do cool things, they really set, like, down the scale, and in doing so, that almost brought in this fucking fatigue where people are just like, ugh, like, you know, cool, it's very Zelda. This is the most non-Zelda-ass thing ever, and it's huge, but is that what what makes it scary, though? Like, the fact that, like, it's so big that it won't have the same sort of finesse or polish that, like, uh, previous Zelda uh, games have had. And so far, from what everybody's played within the, again, I can't believe I'm still saying this, the 1%, of what was shown, which is fucking huge. Like Nintendo has allowed so many outlets to literally have like at least an hour uh, of just like walking around its big open world. And like everyone did something different. I mean, sure. They all like messed around with the systems or not, but I still can't believe that there are like equipable items with stats. That I think the, the coolest, the coolest part about the whole thing is like this, that there's only four main dungeons, but there's like a hundred sub dungeons. Well, I think that's yeah, cool. I, I like that. They, I, I, I think they like really took on like a Skyrim vibe with that because Skyrim's kind of oh, yeah. like that too. Whereas there's like, I still think there are caves out there that people haven't discovered. Like, I, I, I am I making that up? Like, I, I want to say that there is, or that was like the whole thing about it. I just don't know how well that would work in a Zelda space. I feel like, like that that much saturation might not have the same sort of like wit to the design or or, or clever 
use of um of the Zelda trope that it, that would be nice, but I don't know. I, I, as far as how it looks and what it is now, it's confirmed like, and funny enough, like everybody keeps saying that it's confirmed for NX as well, but has Nintendo even gone out and talked about NX in any capacity? Mm. <laughs> I don't think not, not beyond not, like not at E3 anyways. Yeah, they, not, they, not they official. Said that, oh, it's coming in March next year, maybe. And, uh, beyond that, I don't know, but, uh, and it keeps saying that it won't replace the Wii U or the 3DS, but it, the Zelda's going to be on Wii U and NX. And it makes me think, like, should you even bother with the Wii U version at that point, really? Well, I don't know, man. Because, like, yeah, I will say, I don't know I don't know anyone who's played Twilight Princess on GameCube. I'm going to be honest. Like, I really don't. Um, and that I think that's what makes the Wii U... Uh, port weird because they, they poured over the GameCube version right so it's all mirrored so that's the one thing I've been thinking about like oh man I'm so used to playing it on Wii like everything's going to be look it's going to feel really weird uh, when I eventually do go into it but yeah I I don't know I I'm kind of weirded out but, but at the same time like what Nintendo is trying to do with the NX is they are trying to like I believe the one thing that they did do is like while we're doing our own thing, we are making something like we are working towards hardware that will compete. They use that word. They fucking I know that word was used that will compete with the other consoles out there. So I'm really I'm really surprised to see if that's the case. Then whatever version of Breath of Wild does come out on NX. Yeah, you're right, Sarah. Like, why the fuck bother getting it on the Wii U? And especially when like Onomo is straight up like. Oh, dude, I'm not using that gamepad screen. I think the gamepad screen is actually stupid. Like he he didn't say that word directly, but he's just like the gamepad screen detracts from the gameplay that you're meant to focus on, and I don't think there's a way we can use it. It's pretty bad when like one of the lead visionaries on your team has even like in so many ways admitted like how stupid like the one cool thing about your like the main hook about your your system is, and like it's sad because like. I don't know. I I still think the gamepad screen would be cool in certain ways, but I, I guess it's about the equivalent of how Andrew uses his Kinect for Netflix. So, <laughs> gotta use it for something. Gotta use it for something. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, Monster Hunter gonna be released on 3DS. Uh, Dragon Quest. Uh, something. Uh, uh Dragon Quest Seven is gonna be sick. Looks yeah. great. I I'm looking forward to seeing that. I've been wanting to get more in the Dragon Quest. I always tell myself that, and it's just it's a, it's a very <laughs> uh, as long as you got Dragon Quest V, the rest of it is pretty obtainable. Battle Royale announced for um, Pokemon Sun and Moon, which I kind of saw that coming, keeping in mind that like there's only so many different tag team variations you can do. Um, and uh, aside from that, they have a Donald Trump ass looking Pokemon Weasel, a koala, a fucking woodpecker, and uh, a bug. So I really think that, I don't know, I want to be excited about this game, but in terms of the design, they are really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Like, I, like coolest thing so far is that fucking owl, and it's only because he's got a bow tie with leaves. He's so proper, he's a gentleman. He's, uh, right? <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to feel about Sun and Moon. Like, X and Y was so fresh, and that was coming off of the heels of fucking black and white. Sun and Moon, though, I don't know. And at this point, like, why, why is it even called Sun and Moon? At this point, like, I almost feel like, why did you? Because we took everything else. We don't know. We don't. What? What else would we fucking call it? Mustard and ketchup? Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want that hey, to man. happen now. <laughs> I, I I would probably get that actually. Uh, Which one did you get? Ketchup. 
And then, uh, uh, and then there's mayonnaise. Pokemon, Pokemon mac and the third one. Oh god, Pokemon mac and cheese, like. It's so weird. They always do that. They're like, um, black and white set up for a potential gray. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. X and Y set up for a potential Z. Z. Nope. D- nope. Totally now Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon is and... pretty much like there's nothing to do unless they're just like, let Pokemon Go is the third Pokemon. one. Pokemon. Asteroid. <laughs> Pokemon Google Earth. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Pokemon Google, yeah. Oh, Pokemon Mars. Yep. You guys, you guys all hate, but I already pre-ordered oh. my Pokemon Go. I Pokemon did too. I, okay, I think that's the last thing we'll we'll finish off on. Yeah, 35, I need to, but it's probably gonna happen. That yeah. that thirty-five dollar accessory. Forty-five in, in Canada. Done. I pre-ordered, man. Ready to go. <laughs> Catching them Pokemons. All right. All right. Good to know. Well, that's E3. E3 is a wrap. I mean, I'm sure there's definitely stuff we did we missed, but it was a big E3, despite the fact that, like, the one thing I will say, it's a return to form. It was just games. And if anything, if no one did it better than Sony, I think Nintendo, but Nintendo didn't have very much, but what they did, they definitely showed. And then Microsoft, they're they're I, they're definitely their theme was like we got cooler shit coming up on the way, but here's some cool games too, you know. Also, keep in mind I think this is the third consecutive year that Connect did not have any sort of showing at so, all, at all. So, <laughs> wah, yeah. wah, wah. so there we go. It is. I I, I I think the Connect and the Vita have gone the way of the ghost. Yeah, I was really sad that Vita is that. Yeah. Well, no, the difference is that things are still coming out to Vita. It's true. Um, yeah, at least there's that. Like there, the Vita it still has a market, but I don't know. There's weirdly enough, there's PSP games that are still coming out digitally. Also true, yeah. Digitally, though. So let's throw that like caveat in there. At anyway. least in North America, import that shit. Yeah. All right, episode end. <laughs> This was, uh, I don't know if we should call this Press Pause Radio 100, because I feel like we should do something cooler yeah. for Press Pause Radio 100. We should be way more drunk. Or yeah, press, actually, press I Pause know. Radio Crow. I want to, let's just get drunk and report. Yeah. 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 That'll be Press <laughs> Yeah, Let's do that. I like that okay. idea. I'm down. <laughs> yes, down. please. Next week. Yeah, but if you like what you listen to, you can definitely find us on iTunes, as well as Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, still not on Spotify yet, but we're getting there. And Scatter Radio, as well as you can also find us directly on our website at PressPauseRadio.com, where you can also find links to our YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube and check out our Play Play videos. They're uh, quick looks at certain games, as well as uh, coming up full-fledged uh, Let's Plays that we're planning and other video features that we're doing, like Press Pause Video, which uh, we are still in the works of planning. And... Uh, a new feature to come out. We are bringing back the top five. It's a video feature. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, also, we've got some game clubs that uh, I've finally been able to schedule and get out of the way. Uh, so Life is Strange. Uh, we'll finally have a game club uh, podcast soon. So I will definitely drop on Twitter and put a post on the website to give more details about when to participate in Life is Strange. Uh, aside from that, Play Plays, we've got... Star Fox Zero, uh, Resident Evil 7, PT, Skylander Superchargers, uh, Uncharted Fortune Hunter, and reviews, Kirby's Robobot, Unravel, Salt and Sanctuary, Trials of the Blood Dragon, and, and shit. 
It is shit. Uh, and we've got Uncharted uh, 4, Doom, Code of Princess, and uh, other reviews out right now. And uh, also some, I'm going to, uh, I have some other editorials that we'll be posting. Uh, my other thoughts that we weren't able to fit into E3. And like what I thought of the different directions that Sony and Microsoft had between one another. And uh, just the state of Nintendo once again. I, I like to do a check-in with Nintendo every now and again. And again, also, I have another editorial in mind for indie games, because as I mentioned earlier, it's sort of like they're almost guaranteed success. Who knows? Um, by the way, Gwent. We didn't talk about Gwent. I still need to finish Witcher. There's too many. Me too. There's too many fucking games, you guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of that going on. Uh, I've been postponing the Mario Maker streams a lot, and I definitely want to do a Mario Maker stream if I can fit it at least once a month. Uh, so that way, and that can give plenty of time for you guys to build some fucking levels and we can get that shit. And we'll, we'll be doing a limelight on Twitch real soon. <coughs> um, we might have a thing going for Extra Life as well. Extra Life is, uh, not doing their annual, uh, annual weekend stream, but they are doing some mini events that I'd like to participate in. So definitely want to let you guys know about that and... We're also busy, so it's been a, such a long time since we even fucking thought about doing a game fest. But one of these days, we'll get a game fest out there as well. And I think that's that's all that we have in the plans. Uh, I think we'll also finally be able to fully launch Press Pause Radio Network, which I can only uh, hope would be fucking rad. Oh, and finally, uh, Andrew and I will be at Evo, and we will be covering Evo. And we have some unique ideas for covering that. So you guys should definitely stay tuned for that. Sarah bullet heaven and oh and sarah's been doing some other cool stuff that he's brought to press pod radio import wow, heaven series. and crate mm -hmm. day i love it so much stuff <laughs> but uh yeah if you haven't already checked out uh the new stuff from studio mud prints make sure to do that import heaven is going to be focusing on import games that are not shmups because i know a lot of you have been asking for that first episode is live it's uh, featuring q10 kai which is a pinball game it's pretty rad and uh, Deiruna has been working on Crate Day. Uh, we're still uh, waiting on our first actual crate to come in. But in the meantime, we had uh, two episodes go live. We still have the uh, extra Mega Man in the latest episode that's still up for grabs. So if you haven't already, head on over to the video's comments section and uh, go ahead and uh, tell us what your favorite robot master is and make sure to like the video for a chance to win that extra Mega Man. It's actually the special one, too, which is pretty nifty. There you go. And see, um, shit, there was something else that I was going to mention, too, and I totally... Oh, I'm also doing this one video a video series called uh, Game Quest where I'm chronicling my uh, my journey to collect every PSP shmup. Uh, and so far, it's going really well. New episode is going to be live by tomorrow, so uh, keep your eyes open for that. Uh, I think the next plan of action, too, is we do have... Uh, I have a press pause video episode planning to work, so we're going to try to uh, record a press pause video as soon as we can get that together and make that a regular thing. And uh, Spotify, hopefully we're going to try to get on Spotify, and I can finally get the feeds together to where we'll be uh, putting podcast episodes on YouTube as well. And we have some other video ideas, so stay in tune for all of that but in the meantime that's it man that's a fucking wrap e3's done go home fucking we'll see you next year don't mm -hmm. get out get out of town get out of here get out yeah take a break yeah and uh, vacation time yeah yeah and man this is 
fucking summer filled filled with video games. He's fucking filled with too many video games. It's too many damn video games. But this is Georgia Boys Axe. I love video games. This is the original Sarah, and I kind of like video games. This is Toast, and I forgot what I was doing halfway through this episode. <laughs> there, that's it. Yeah, E3. We're done. We're fucking done. <laughs>